1: Men, report. We're coming to you live, from Maria on television studios here in Northwest Pennsylvania, folks. This has been a this is this has been one of the most this has been one of the busiest news days, uh, I believe, in the in in the last uh, well, in the best I can remember. This uh, uh, it started out about five o'clock this morning, four o'clock this morning, in terms of the headlines, and uh, it began with a series of leaks, WikiLeaks. And it continued on and on. The leaks became a, a steady drip. The drip became a faucet. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you haven't caught any of the news, you can also check on our on our. Um, you'd also check. Just just go ahead and check on HagmanReport.com. There is some background information that I posted earlier this morning. I also did two um, two videos. One of the videos is about Hillary Clinton. Of course, the uh, information about what this, the NYPD sources are what the WikiLeaks. This is kind of a combination. Uh, what what was found within the WikiLeaks that reflects what NYPD found, which goes to um, the uh, the the witch-like nature. Yes, witch. I suppose. We should the nature of Hillary Hillary Clinton. We should uh, probably change Hillary Diane Rodham. Well, I guess we do have the witch in there, don't we? Yeah. It, it, but anyway, folks, the information um, that 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 the, if you if you woke up today and you looked at the front of Drudge or any of the main news outlets, Infowars, for example, our site, you, you would understand. This is not a normal news day, not even close. And, and and everyone, hopefully, was paying attention because this is some of the most important information ever. Uh, there is a there is a pushback, a, a, an unbelievable pushback, a patriotic pushback. We'll call it that by elements within the NYPD. Gr- great, great people. And, and some elements within the uh, federal agencies, within the task force, within the rank and file of the FBI, who who want to keep their oaths, and who are saying, "Look, this must be published. You must. Go, you, you've got to. You've got to tell the American not only tell the American people, but people must be punished." There's an internal str- struggle taking place right now, and if you don't understand that. Um, you're not going to understand this program. We I want to apologize for clearing the board of all of our guests tonight. Revamping things, we have uh, we're going to have a fast-paced show. We got multiple people coming on to talk about what's taking place, experts in their field. The long and short of it is, there was uh, there was a, a, a Wiki published an email. It was one of Podesta's email. There was a reference to, um, uh, and this is a bizarre revelation. It was a reference to, uh, the Clinton campaign chairman, John Podesta, being invited to a spirit cooking dinner. Spirit cooking dinner. Now, if you don't know what that is, it, oh, by performance artist, Marina Abramovic. Now, if you, don't, if you don't know what that is or who that is, Marina Abramovic is, um, she's a witch. Uh, by definition of which, black arts. And if you don't know what a spirit cooking dinner is, just imagine bodily fluids being ingested. That's right. This is a pause, not because I don't, I, I, I mean, just because it's revolting to me. Spirit cooking in many circles and in this circle as well refers to a, quote, a sacrament in the religion of Thelema which is founded, or founded, of course by Aleister Crowley it doesn't get any more satanic than this, well it does, but you gotta, believe me it involves a cult performance, during which menstrual blood, breast milk urine and the essence of man are used to create a painting. Well, not just a painting in this case. Dinner. Otherwise known as a normal Tuesday night at the White House. I I joke, of course, in that respect, because if I didn't joke, I don't know. Uh To... I did. I did spend. Uh, there, there's a four-minute video on this um, on YouTube. Of course, I've heard from people from all over the world telling me that I'm an idiot, which is fun. And then um, there's another YouTube video that uh, I went into and I uh, explained the some certain things about Hillary Clinton as well. Um, the uh, again, so so this is what this WikiLeak had referenced, this email had referenced, but it gets worse than that, and we're going to get into this tonight because you see, in addition to the occult practices, <clears throat> what what uh, has been found, and we're going to get this as this as this show goes on, and as we develop this program, you're going to find out, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, the lexicon for pedophilia. That's right. See, child molesters have their own lexicon. Kind of like people who engage in the, uh, engage in the whatever might be illegal have their own lexicon. But the child pedophilia and satanic people have their own lexicon that includes, uh, things like, uh, pizza party. Doesn't mean what you think it means. Don't bring your, uh, don't bring the DVD that you want to watch. <clears throat> in, in certain other words, are service code for things. If you look at the emails now, some of these emails are starting to make sense. The information that I got from my my in source, and I did say in my PD source, I do have it in my source. The information I got from this individual said that uh, it's sickening. It's sickening, absolutely beyond what many people can comprehend now does that mean that Hillary Clinton was a part of this well it appears that she was no she was a passenger in no less than six if and, and we can document six we can probably go eight to twelve trips on the Lolita Express and we could probably identify her as being part of this uh, as well and what the low lady expresses is, is Jeffrey Epstein's junk at the Sex Island, where not just um uh, sex slavery is being conducted, but pedophilia. And let me tell you something. Satanic uh ritual abuse, Satanism, and pedophilia, sex slavery, they all intertwine and overlap. So what we did uh because this is so so large, so huge and oh, by the way I, I did uh I was on uh Alex Jones' Infowars today, and, and we were talking about it. I was on Wednesday. I had some of this information Wednesday. If you heard me there, heard that discussion, didn't really <clears throat> didn't really want to go there. Um, didn't understand exactly how big it was. Um, I did show a photograph, an image that was given to me. On Infowars. I don't have it right here. Maybe next hour I'll get it. I don't know. It's it's just, it's, you know, it doesn't really, it just shows, it shows a, a young girl playing the, at the piano. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's in the, um, it's in the rack there in the, on my desk that uh, Eric the tech is going to get this. Um, I'll show, I guess I will show it now because, um, only only to show you, only to prove that this is something that um all right. Thank you, Eric. Eric the Tech. By the way, folks, follow him at Real Tech Eric on Twitter. It this this makes me sick. I don't know if you can see this or not. if you if you can't, it really doesn't matter that much, but um I put tape, block tape over, I was going to put black tape over the whole thing. This was given to me. This was not, and there's a message to anyone wanting to to come and take my my devices. This is not, this is not a sexual picture. This is not child pornography, although it represents child pornography. But even so, this was hand-delivered to me. So there. Alright. One of the foremost experts, one of the, one of the people that has been an expert on, on um, this, this despicable topic. But one of the best people that we felt that we could reach out to to explain what's going on. Rust is dark. Shatter the darkness He has a program that, that is run right before ours and he is just like fresh off the radio. He probably Maybe just got a glass of water, but he's back and he's ready to rock and roll. Russ, thank you so much for joining us on the Hagman Hagman Report.
2: Hey man, it's good to be with you tonight. Big big night, and uh, it's a ritual night, November the fourth. Satanic revels tonight.
1: Jeez, okay, yeah, okay. So, well, let me ask you, Russ. I mean, um, why are we seeing this come out in the news like this? I mean, did you expect this when you woke up this morning? I mean, were, were you smacked in the face with all this?
2: Uh, Not really this, expecting this. I mean, it's not surprising in the sense that um, uh, Barack Obama, his mother-in-law, did a voodoo ritual in the White House. Uh, We have um, Hillary Clinton as a necromancer in the White House when she was there as a First Lady, you know, talking to the dead and having spiritist meetings talking to the dead. So whether in 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 politics or in Hollywood or wherever else or like this morena in in the performance arts it, it depends on what you believe what you're into and and that can come out and there's no question about and I've been screaming this for years there's no question about the uh unpar- you know on un, un, i mean just unparalleled um developments of the spirits the dark side that's biblically prophesied but it's going to be all over the place in in Old Testament and around the world and history shows that political powers military powers Powers. They're going to try to weaponize the powers, use the powers for political power, and to draw. And people can be into some of, the, and, and 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 some of these individuals are simply just drawn into it by the occultists. Um, to um, like Bohemian Grove, look look at the political powers there, the mil- military leaders there, the media moguls there, and and. Most still don't know the reality of the ritual is real. The human sacrifice is real, and the reason for it is to summon the powers to release on all of those who have been drawn out there. World leaders to influence them for a larger agenda. So, it it, it sickens me like you, Doug. It really does. Um, But we've we've seen you know hundreds and hundreds of police crime scene video and, and slides of ritual, uh, murders, killings, um, we've been talking about the Mexico Saint of Death, 12, 13, 14 million individuals now, the offering of food there. So it's, it's just huge, but this, um, with, um, a top political, you know, connection, um, it is huge because whether he was doing it Uh, as being invited or whether he was really into it, the issue is this. The demons are real, and this was really, really dark, very dark-oriented occultism that uh, Marina was involved with.
1: Well, you know, yeah, I I mean, I'm not sure if he actually went uh, or... or I, I do suspect, looking at the uh, the analysis of the emails, I do believe that there was um, a fulfillment of that invitation. Now, I, I can't prove that, but uh, you know, it really threw me off my game this morning. I mean, it really um, when I checked the headlines early, early this morning, and I saw this, and I knew. I knew that there was something up. I knew that there was something really horrible in the, the files um, that that went beyond even espionage, and, and I automatically thought treason. Okay, but when it, when when I saw this, and then I saw the, and then I was given this, this image, and it, it's just it it you know it's obviously um, it was it was to me I believe it was taken from the dark web. But having said that. Um, I, I, you know what? I'm at a loss for words, Russ. I, we know that the 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 powers, we know that the powers are deeply involved in this. They're deeply involved in this activity, but to uh, to see it kind of play out is, it's it's equally sad and and makes you certainly you know there's anger there. Sure. Um, You know, so yeah, exactly, exactly. So, okay, so now, I I guess, um, the the rich and I have your book. And, folks, his book is Black Awakening." Russ Dizdar wrote a great book. It's it's called Black Awakening." Go to Shatter the Darkness dot net to grab a hold of that. Um, This is kind of necessary reading, in my view, for people to understand what's going on, as well as all of his um, all of the things on uh dot net. And of course he has a radio show right before ours right here on the Global Star Radio Network. So it's so important for people to understand what's what's taking place. Uh you I, I can't let that what you just said slide either because author Maria Kennis Prepare for Persecution didn't mention the fact that uh um Obama's mother uh or uh his mother in law yeah sent sent or uh sent their Santaria? Is that is that what you said? Uh, well, it could, yeah, either Center,
2: way, it, it, voodoo was what was said in the and in the, in, 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 there's they didn't have anything for us to look at. I mean, they just they came out in the article, you know, some time back that it was voodoo, a voodoo ritual and voodoo items. It could be again the very, you know somebody looking at it, they wouldn't know the difference between Santeria, Paulo, voodoo, vodun. I mean, there's a lot of similarities depending on what they saw. Um okay. but any of that is it's it's literally the same thing. The only reason she would be having that stuff there is to summon powers for there's two reasons a voodoo voodoo priestess would do this. One, to draw powers to guard, protect Brock and, and family and so forth. Two to summon powers to to release, curse, spell, hex against what would be perceived enemies.
1: Okay. All right. And, and- this wouldn't be their first time in doing it, obviously, right? I mean, so this has been going on in the White House. We we would suspect, just based on our knowledge, that this has been going on since she has been a resident there. I would suspect, right? Like, uh, because this would be a religion to her, to her.
2: Oh, in her that, life, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not going to yeah. come out of. I mean, you're you're not going to leave being a, a voodoo priestess, um, a palero, or centero, or any of these individuals, a Boker, a out ba- You don't leave unless you're coming out of the darkness into the light. I mean, unless it's Jesus that brings you out of this, because it's a lifestyle, and, and the spirits are real, the powers are real. The deeper you are in, the greater the grip they have on you. Also, so she's very obviously very versed and, and been into it, maybe all her life. I don't know.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, it, that's the way it sounds. And, and, you know, the other thing, too, is we get into the lives of Bill and Hillary Clinton, and, of course, this does involve Hillary, who uh, potentially could be the next occupant of the, of the White House. Um, it, it, Bill and Hillary vacay, or, uh, honeymooned in Haiti, uh, which I, I found that awful strange. Uh, it, even regardless of the context of, of that honeymoon, I found that awful strange. And the, their involvement. Uh, what do you know of their involvement or Hillary's involvement in uh, the dark arts? Shall we say? Well, that's, that's even wrong. In Satanism. What do you know? Uh, well, I mean, they're,
2: they're 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 just stories. But here's what I can say: I, we do know, um, and this is important to understand. A, a necromancer, uh, anyone that wants to seek to talk to the dead. If she's getting before a picture of Eleanor Roosevelt, if she's actually having um, spiritist meetings in the White House with other individuals, which means there's more than just her, and they're 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 gathering together to do uh, to engage the dead. That is one of the biggest things. In the Old Testament, besides human sacrifice, that God led the Israelites to fight against to make sure they never got into uh, conjuring the dead is as deadly as far as the demonic powers as as uh, very close to human sacrifice. So uh, you have necromancy going on there, and there's no question she she acknowledges uh, you know her meditation her but her her goal was to speak to the dead, and that's necromancy. That's that's a direct um, uh, violation. That is a huge, huge. Uh, I mean, God warns heavily because it opens such a broad door. They will, if you, if anybody, you know, yields to their drawing, uh, they're going to come. And uh, once they get a little bit of a right, they're going to want more and more. That's why it's called left-hand path. You notice the writings on that, you know, it's left-hand path. You know, inch by inch, step by step, you're going down. And you learn more and you get more demons and you learn more things and you open up wider and broader. And, and, you know, if there's been years of necromancy, that there, then there is a satanic synchronicity. Guide them to the people that are into the dark stuff. And we're not even discussed yet. The, see, my belief is behind the scenes, those in the real shadows, those who are the really, you know, really what I would call the real Luciferian, they're recruiters. Uh, law enforcement agent Tom Wedge put out a book years ago, Caliber Press, called uh, "The Satan Hunter." One of the, and, and, and it was back in that day. There's more, you know, written since then, but a very definitive, definitive back in the ni- early '90s. Law enforcement uh, departments were bringing him in all over the place. But in that book. He talks about the varieties of Satanism, the varieties of witchcraft, the varieties of pagans, the rituals, the cult crime, you know, uh, occult satanic crimes, you know, pick actual pictures and stuff. But he has a chapter on recruiting, and here's a big issue. Those who are in satanic covens, and the darker down you go, I mean, there's Anton LaVey, there's uh, Alistair you know, Crowley's versions, there's Michael Aquino's version, there's the Cathedral of the Black Goat, uh, traditional Satanism there in Los Angeles, but there's the underground Luciferian, the satanic, that's the global, that's the generational. Uh, and that would be probably the strongest, but they recruit uh, they they they. When it comes to kids, uh, the kids might be invited to come to a black metal party, free drugs, free alcohol, maybe sex, whatever else. Be shown some little ritual, something else. Then they're brought to another one, and another one, and another one. Uh, same thing occurs in high society. You're brought in to see something light level. Then you're brought in. You know, depending on on how you react, um, you you might be invited to something deeper and darker. Until and, and anybody in this field knows this. Anybody who. In left-hand path, you know, if they're going to be honest at all, they're going to tell you that that this is true. Little by little, you're drawn into it, and until you're finally opening up and practice, you become a practitioner. So, in the white house issue here 's what i what I would expect when it comes to the biblical revelation of in time stuff that those already in the deepest of dark stuff they 're already summoning powers, releasing powers second they 're going to recruit they 're going to try to influence they 're going tr- that's that 's bohemian grove that 's the summoning of the powers in that ritual, and the only reason for that ritual is to summon powers to release them the culmination of that re- ritual is to release them on the crowd. It's just like Revelation 16, when those demons are sent to the kings, the political powers of the world, to draw them to Armageddon. Listen, as a Christian, even Armageddon will not occur without demons being sent to engage the political leaders to draw them. So that's why, for me, it's, it's not a surprise, it's an outrage, it's not a surprise, It's a it's a glaring red flag to say how dangerous opening doors to the demons really you know, really is because once it starts and continues and continues without any kind of interruption, any kind of breaking in, any kind of deliverance from that, um, it can go darker and darker and darker. So behind this, the blood that was shown in the video, the blood being used, the ritual things being written on the walls, probably that is the instruction of the spirits themselves um, that is extraordinarily dangerous. And they would be there to seek uh their place of power uh, that's 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 going to get become more demonstrative as we get closer to the very end
1: all right yeah no just a few minutes here before the bottom of the hour break but uh I've got to ask uh anyone who would say, "Well, you know or who would uh, who would typify this as just being oh come on, it's just a dinner party, and even if there was this this artist there, by the name of uh, Marina Evermovic. and even though that she might, you know, uh, do her art in bodily fluids and write on the wall, it's performance. My goodness, don't read too much into it. You guys are, you know, crazy. What would you say to we, that?
3: We have a picture, Eric. Of a there was a story Politico did a year ago on uh, John Podesta's and Hillary Clinton's offices, and there's a picture in there, and this deals with cannibalism. There are two men with plates and silverware mm-hmm. standing over a, a, uh, what looks like a dead person on a slab. And the, um, from what I understand too, the, what they talked about with the spirit cooking also can deal with cannibalism. But it just continues to show and add on to what you said about the art. Um, the arts and, and from ancient philosophy till now, it talks about how they are used to continue, um, this dark agenda. And they are how, People excused away things in the music industry, the entertainment industry, and even up till this political uh, stuff that we see.
2: Sure. Yeah. Joe. The uh, We'll look at Bohemian Grove again. All the individuals that are brought there, and I'm sure that there's people brought there as unwitting's to be drawn into it, too. That's kind of a recruiting ground. So when they're watching it, they think they're watching a drama, the cremation of care. That's all the facade for what it really is, and I think that's true when any kind of... Uh, well, let, take a look at some of Lady Gaga stuff, some of the uh, Super Bowl you know rituals that have come out, and more and more of that will come out in, in in the performances of uh, of uh, the the musicians, but performance art, um, you know, Jesus taught you know was it whatever's inside a person it comes out, and so it's one thing for it to be decadent sexuality and whatever else which she's into. I mean, I've read part of her autobiography about she grew up among the spirits in her grandmother's house. She had a little back room that she would go to, and in the darkness she would engage spirits. So, Marina. She's from childhood up, talks freely about her engagement with entities, spirits, um, and then goes to goes to Australia to live among the shamans. And
1: oh, that thought, uh, Russ. We're, sure. we're, we got we sure. gotta cut loose just for a couple of seconds here, a couple of minutes, folks. Hagman and Hagman report our very special guest this hour. Russ Dizdar, ShatterTheDarkness.net. dot net. We're gonna be right back. Stay right where you're at. <laughs> Back, ladies and gentlemen, to this special broadcast of the Hagman and the Hagman Reporter. Our guest this hour, Russ Dizdar, fresh off of his own program. You can catch it live every weeknight here right before ours on the Global Star Radio Network. Go to shatterthedarkness.net. That's where to connect with him, and he is the man. I mean, he is the resident expert about all of this. Um, any questions I have with respect to this this topic... I defer to Russ Dizdar, and he's the author of The Black Awakening, uh, a, a critical piece of work to get and understand. And uh, I'll, I'll just say this that I've had the opportunity, the pleasure to see him work in the field. And uh, wow, you know, uh, the service that he provides is so critical. So I, I ask that everyone support his efforts. I mean, he is delivering people out of this, uh, this demon lifestyle, this, uh, lifestyle. And, and he's also looking, or, uh, I, I'm not sure I, he, he's involved in various law enforcement cases, um, law enforcement uh, agencies bring him in as, as a consultant, as a, as an operational asset for their, uh, various cases. So, Having said that, he's a busy guy. In fact, he's all over the place uh, in terms geographically. In addition to that, uh, you know, working at conferences and such. So, Russ Dizar is a real deal. And right before the break, we were talking about, uh, of course, folks that woke up to the news. It's kind of almost cycled off, but but it's hard to believe that it's ever going to cycle off. It certainly won't trend on the social networking. It's not going to be trending on Facebook and Twitter because they just don't do that if it's not about
3: uh, it's not good. One thing I wondered about was it was on the, it was the top story on Drudge earlier today, and usually what they do when you talk about trending down is they'll put those stories onto the lower columns on the left or right, but for some reason they completely unlinked to this, and I think it has something to do with sites like Fox News and a lot of the uh, sites that follow the trends of Drudge, you know, every single day with what they post, not Crossing that
1: line, you don't talk about this simple like company, folks. Except when you want to get to the truth, and then you have to. That's why. And, and you know, Ed Rudge actually had a, a live link to Infowars today um, when he passed what a billion of something or other. I don't know what it was, but but you know, it's this stuff that the alternative media getting this information out there and uh, letting people know, as Russ is letting people know the the, the depth of the depravity that's taking place. Um, Russ uh, Lolita Express, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton. My goodness, uh, sexual trafficking, Jeffrey Epstein.
3: Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein is the billionaire who owned what was it called? Uh, known for Pedo Island, it yeah. was a pedophilia yeah. island. He's yeah. a billionaire, and I think it was you said it earlier. Hillary Clinton it's, through the emails have been verified at least six times. She visited the island, Bill Clinton, at least twenty-two times, yeah. um, and that was just the latest count and um, that's just scratching the surface apparently on what these people are engaged in and, and Russ, tell me if I'm wrong here but these people need to engage in this kind of activity to continue to gain power and be protected from the the uh, people sh- uh, putting them in the light of day for them being arrested for their crimes if this is what they do as a religion are they not protected at some degree by the forces of darkness?
2: Well, yeah, I mean that would be again. You know, Satan will protect his own and his own agenda. So this lends to it, like Obama's agenda for the last eight years. It lends to it. It led America to spit in the face of God on many different uh, levels. Um, that's that's like Satan rising up against David in the Old Testament to cause him to sin to bring the wrath of God. So. Yeah, there's no question that, that dark po- There's even a ritual in September that's done called the Hands of Glory to summon powers for the power of invisibility. So there's rituals they would do to cover themselves. There's rituals they would do, and even particular jewelry and or objects they would have that would have powers on them to guard them protect them to shield them see as a believer first Peter chapter one tells me I have um, I am shielded by God's power through faith in Christ psalm 91 talks about you know just just the complete protection that God gives me now that's protection from whom well from the dark side and those whom you know the dark side is in living in and using so But that's how they work on that side. They want to be protected from God. They want to be protected from anybody like us. They want to be protected because the criminal acts that are done on that island and other places, like, um, like Savile in England, like Sandusky in Pennsylvania, uh, which is only the chip, the tiny chip of the iceberg of this stuff, uh, you know, if we, if we can go a little further and if God gives us, you know, his good grace, uh, there's going to be a ring that goes all the way from one side of Ohio deep into Pennsylvania. That I think has um, you know connections everywhere, uh, and, and it's the same thing. The reason for the sexual predator side is not just the hedonism, but there is a sense in which there's satanic revels. That's why they're called satanic revels or demon revels. They love the decadent sex because here's what the ritual workers have told me over the years. People that have come out of the deepest dark stuff they've told me for years and years, and I understand this. The reason for the constant sexual um, rituals and sexual perversions even prior before the biggest of rituals, here's what they say. To dirty the conscience to um, give uh, way to the spirits. Uh, their explanation to me was, Russ, the reason we do these sexual rituals and these sexual acts and these perversions, it is not just for the hedonism and the pleasure, which that's clearly part of it. There's addiction there. Uh, but it's, it's to dirty the conscience, the spirit, the soul of a person. It helps make a way for the demons to bring influence, to bring attachment, uh, to bring control. So they go hand in hand. So when anybody looks at the ritual calendar, you're going to see sex rituals and then blood rituals, you know, back to back. And what what you've seen on the Epstein um Island? Why is it an island? Why is it hidden away? This is, again, like the old Rockefeller pictures of the masquerade parties that are just like Eyes Wide Shut, the movie. Uh, And this is what we've seen over the years. I mean, the pictures I've seen in law enforcement, hundreds and hundreds. Doug and Joe, sometime I'll have you come down. I'll show you the pictures. We've got law enforcement slides by the hundreds of ritual crimes. Nobody in the public is going to see them. Uh, by God's grace, let me just say it this way: somewhere, some way, they will be out for the sake of exposure. Uh, but the underground is dark. It is deep. It is broad. Uh, we deal mainly with the victims, but the crimes are um, horrific. It, they're outrageous. But the supernatural protection, as you're mentioning, is, uh, and every Christian should understand this, it is absolutely real. And this is why it's hard for investigations, because, again, whether anybody believes me on this subject or not, I believe they do have powers to shield them, just like in the Mexican drug lord summoning and offering blood sacrifice to the saint of death for one reason, to shield them from being caught they do the powers and they summon the powers and it's also so they won't get caught and so they can advance their cause uh, that's that's why they would do this even in the even in even in, in this um spirit of cooking ritual
1: you know I'm going to digress just a little bit um uh, i have received emails all, all day today actually um my, my the one source that found what they found, or giving me an overview, not in its entirety, but uh, a little taste of what they found. Um, he, he was he, he shaken, surprised, and I think that there's a mis, uh, kind of a misnomer out there, or not quite a good understanding that people think that that the FBI, for example, or law enforcement agencies have special divisions dedicated to occult crimes or to satanic crimes um, or to satanic ritual abuse. Is that a true statement in your experience? Of, um, uh, it, 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 okay, do like, um, for example, does the FBI or do larger law enforcement uh, agencies have special divisions specifically to investigate occult crimes or crimes that uh, would involve satanic rituals?
2: Oh, sure. We we were uh, When we were doing our stuff back in the 80s up to the early 90s, uh, we had a corporal from a local police department come to our meetings, and eventually he brought me into the chief and recruited me to be a police chaplain. But the reason was they wanted me to teach in the police academy on occult satanic crimes. This individual had created the Occult Crimes Law Enforcement Net- Network in, in Ohio. And... Uh, so this is when we got in- involved with Tom Wedge, law enforcement agent out of Southern Ohio, who snuck us under the radar into the academy uh, down in Worthington, and 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 so he was teaching all across the United States from the mid '80s all the way through into the '90s, uh, training officers everywhere, detectives on occult crimes, satanic crimes, and uh, they would they were forming all across the United States uh, occult crime units. Just like they would have gang units, they were developing. Well, how do you, you know, if you go to a crime scene and there's a, the star carved into a man's chest, or his tongues cut out, or his left hands cut off, what does that mean? If there's green candles or red candles or black candles, what does that mean? What does this circle mean? What do these, what do these writings mean? So I, I would suggest anybody who wants to know. Tom Wedge has since passed away, but his book I brought. Probably sixty copies of it. Uh, I'll bring you some copies next time I see you. Um, it's called the Satan Hunter, but it's written to law enforcement. It's used as training, and actually, it's pretty light level now compared to what we need to have now. But it gives you know law enforcement agents. So they were they were all across America. Uh, we we engaged uh, law enforcement you know individuals. As well, I'm the I'm the cult crime um, uh, detective of this such a barber or, or or wherever they may be uh and and they were giving all cadets at the university of Akron's uh police academy training in occult crimes and and how to you know spot them what to do the problem was here's what they said in every every academy every, all the places i went Doug, this is what they say they would say um to all the Police, the cadets, and so forth. Well, you know, deal with all of this, but don't tell the public about the crimes, um, the satanic side. That'll create panic. Just deal with the crime. So there was an automatic goal to suppress. Now, in the in the in the feds, among the feds, when the so-called satanic panic, the rise of satanic ritual abuse in the 80s and 90s, there were literally hundreds of thousands of cases. Four individuals went out there, including Captain Dale Griffiths. And three other law enforcement agents for three and a half decades, all over America. All the cases you've heard about, uh, they they have since all retired. Uh, they are the ones that specialized, and they did the West Memphis three. They went uh, Richard Ramirez out in California, the Night Stalker. Uh, you know Jeffrey Dahmer. Most people don't even know about Jeffrey Dahmer. He had a altar in his apartment built out of human thigh bones. He was deeply SRA MPD. Um, Yes. Um, now here's the thing about the feds, and we've interacted with the feds, and, and they love for us to engage and tell them about human trafficking. They're ready to work on that. They're ready, you know, like the local field office guy here would say to me, "Russ, you know, we'll we'll give you the victims to deal with for healing and help. You tell us, we'll nail the you know. They want, there's some guys that want to just nail these people, but when it comes to the satanic side, I'm going to say this very clearly: among the feds there's there's very few that have a grid of uh, you know like in forensics and, and trace you know evidence uh the 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 forensics for occult satanic crimes it's just not there um and even among law enforcement agents um it's it's just it's like trying to find out what gang symbols mean, you know, in Compton, California, you know, to know who's who and who's where the meeting and what color, you know, handkerchief you're going to wear in your head. If they don't know these things, that goes to motivation. Like on our site that we have, the SIIU site, uh, crimes.com, we have a picture of a fed's billboard. Uh, there's two girls, uh, Sarah and Kathy. We've been involved with that case since 1994. We've turned states' evidence. We've gone to both the feds and spoke, law enforcement, three agencies and spoke. We told them why we know it's satanic crime, why we turned over who did did the crime, um, and, and on and on and on. But the current federal officer in charge to solve this case... Since 1994, the two girls were, you know, each stabbed probably 60, 70 times or more, sexually brutalized, killed, left in a field known for satanic rituals. One was left in, in July in, in, in demon rebels on that night. And in August, one was left for and on satanic rebels. When I shared that with the federal officer, it was like, that's too bizarre. That's too weird. Uh, we just can't put that in the, the actual, um, we, we can't put that in the actual um, in. Investigation, and I'm like, why not? This it goes to motivation. This is why they killed. They killed based on a ritual, based on their belief, based on the powers they wanted to receive. And this is what they've done. And and then I, you know, we pointed to who this is. Who did this? So the individual is still out there. The crime is unsolved, like many of the others. The Jeffrey Dahmer crime was never told for what it really was. Uh, Nobody ever seen pictures of the inside of his apartment with the. I have at death tech. Uh, S.W.A.T. Teaming, training place with Tom Wedge. I did get to see the the altar built out of uh, human thigh bones. Look at your book. Look at your stuff that you've seen. It, it's not in the grid of law enforcement, the feds, and 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 part of that I'm going to say is um, a sense of Western, you know, rationalism. You know, uh, we don't want, or even the idea of relig- we don't want to step on religious toes. Um, but I will say this, and i and, and I'll say this. This is a part of it. Because we've we've been engaged with law enforcement back and forth for years and years and years and years. Um, most of it is just simply ignorance of not being taught on it, not understanding it, saying how could this be? This is this is just too bizarre. It really you know this really can't be. The other side is there are those who wanted suppressed. I was recruited by a corporal who ended up being a satanic, richly abused, high-complex multiple, who was the head of the Northeast Ohio Occult Satanic Crimes Law Enforcement Group, who had the abilities to take any crime that involved occult symbols, signs, that had anything to do with any of that, and um, push it away.
3: Now, Russ... um I know that you've uh, come across this a lot with the the SRA uh, in law enforcement and and all kinds of people from all parts of of you know the country and um, you know different jobs and we see that this is happening in the in the highest levels of the Clinton campaign with what has come out today and uh, you just referenced law enforcement how prevalent do you think this is and and I'll just put my opinion out. Of, is much more prevalent than any of us believe in Washington, D.C., and and even taken down, you know, from these different agencies, intelligence agencies, the law enforcement agencies, uh, even to the people who just work there. Now, Washington, D.C. has a a special and different culture, and I think it's more dark than any other city due to the nature of of the business. But how involved do you think everyday people who work in Washington, from aides to agents to, uh, you know, attorneys, are involved in this kind of thing.
2: Well, more than we think, because again, in the applications, in the training, and all, they don't come down. I mean, they might say, "What is your religious belief?" Something like that. For example, Akron in here, the the larger um, department, uh, you have individuals in uniform who, in their personal life, were full blown Satanist or Wiccan. These are the ones I've met. Uh, pagans. One pagan officer, after I did a training at a police academy, came up to me afterwards to thank me that I taught correctly on the difference between pagans and Satanists. So, no, we here's what I've screamed for years since I've been out on the radio, is that, again, biblical prophecy, but let alone what we've seen on the ground for 35 years in tracking satanic ritual abuse. This is There is no end of the age, there is no New World Order, there is no Antichrist without the demonic... Presence, the demons, the powers, it, it, they are the instruments and the cause behind all of it. This, this is why it's coming down to this. So their targets, though, in a biblical picture, just like in Babylon in Daniel's day 2,700 years ago, the targets are political, military, and the wealthy. Those are the three primary uh, need to recruit, need to infiltrate, need to embed themselves in it. Biblical prophecy again. Revelation 13 would teach us. There's going to be a. The Greek word is anabano, a, a kind of springing out, a rise of a global new world order, with with the antichrist, the beast, as as the head of it. It'll and, and the dragon gives the power. The real powers will be there. How does it just spring out? It, it demands the fact that it has to be pre-existent and hidden, thus shadow system. Uh, Everybody can talk about this, but there's two reasons for the, you know, and and here's what I I believe, that um, in the political, economic, and militaristic, and more so now than ever, the technological side, that the system of individuals interfacing with the dark side are there already um they can't come out collectively until the restrainers removed but they're there and they have to be multi-continental multinational they have to be embedded and they have to be you know um organized and connected so that once the collapse and the chaos and what they call the black awakening you know they're they're tearing everything down out of the chaos then comes a new order springing out so it's by design and and so i'm going to say very clearly that Just as there has been, and it's been kind of acknowledged, Masons in government and things like that, going back to George Washington and all the rest, there has been a secret society infiltration. Go to Yale. It's not just skull and bones. There's six other deeply dark secret societies that operate on Yale's campus. Uh, they are always recruiting in secrecy and drawing more and drawing more. The problem is it's gotten larger and larger and broader and more connected. And just like the Bible spells out and warns um, that that system will be uh, deeply intertwined politically, militarily, economically. And I now will say on a technological basis all the way to CERN. Um, so, yes, uh where I have been in the in the context of law enforcement and the crimes that we've seen, uh, there are people that, that are there that cover. There are, there are people there that summon the powers. There 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 are sleepers. And here's another. Here's another a little bit off subject, but uh, according to you know what's up, I've written about the sleeper shooter sleepers. I'm going to tell you right now with every ounce of my belief, there are hundreds of thousands of intact. Uh, Programmed again from the satanic side, which includes demons, um, shooter, shooters, just like Jared, just like you know Holmes, and just like Vtech, that are placed and they're sleepers. All it takes is a a collective triggering. They're there. Where are they planted? This is what we've learned for years and years, directly face to face with the underground. They're planted in law enforcement. They're planted in 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 military. They're planted in in government. So that when the call for the chaos comes, sabotage, subdiffusion, sabotage from within, to help collapse it all, is going to be there. I am. Uh, I am. I am. I am. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a person that's going to bet anything but I'm telling you with every ounce of my being uh, yes uh, they are there both in in the witting in the sense of those who know who they are and what they're into and what they're trying to influence with and the rituals are behind them the powers are behind them because that's the biblical picture even in Revelation 13 there is no new order political order without the powers the the dragon you look at the picture there that he gives there's real stuff to this real supernaturalism to this And then I believe there's also the placement of sleepers. And this is um, a huge concern because there will be a day in which the triggering does occur. There will be a day in which in U.S. military, in U.S. law enforcement, U.S. politics, um, what happened in that theater in Colorado will occur in every city in the United States collectively. It's
3: a frightening thought. And, And that's what Black Awakening addresses. Yeah, folks, go to net, and Russ's book, The Black Awakening, is a fantastic uh, write-up. And I just want to get your take on this election. We know you mentioned Skull and Bones in 2004, John Kerry versus George Bush. Both were members of Skull and Bones. And these secret societies um, are, are breeding grounds for these type of activities that we've uh, seen. And it's on both sides of the aisle, not just Democrat, but Republican. And I think that's why it's so interesting. This election cycle, we have an outsider like Donald Trump, who's not a politician, Yes, he's a billionaire, but I have not seen him been tied to, you know, a lot of these groups that we see, the Freemasons and Council on Foreign Relations. He he doesn't seem to be wound up in any of that. And, Russ, if we can, uh, in the closing minutes before the break, what do you think, if you had to say your best guess about this presidential election, what do you think we're going to see? Um, what are are the possibilities in your mind?
2: Sure, I've come to believe this um in all you know what I've seen i do I do believe a supernatural hand brought Barack in, but not the hand of God. I believe there were powers behind what occurred there. There was a real uh behind the scenes spiritual movement that that helped bring him because of what he's done. Now the damage is so deep that unless something big and humongous is done to turn things around, so I do believe the concept of the Cyrus and even Josiah in the Old Testament, in which God puts somebody in kind of in a very aggressive political ruler, you know, coming in to to give a bubble of time. In Josiah's case, God was going to judge horrible, you know, judge the horrible decadence and the crimes and so forth. But when Josiah stepped up, hold of the prophet, gave a uh, a word. When he when he got the Israelites to turn, uh, there was a bubble of time, in which all of that judgment was was set aside. So I would say that if Hilly was to be elected, that that darkness falls. In the in the, in in extreme ways here, darkness falls. I I believe that's the end, you know maybe the end for for any kind of recovery, uh, barring some massive revolutionary revival from God, which I would pray for and want. Um, but I I think that this involves a real battle for a for giving us a little more time, or having everything collapse now. So it's a huge, huge and massive difference. And you're right, Joe. Listen, um, you got people on both sides and you can't, you know, Skull and Bones and all the secret societies, they're the ones that are watching the, the young guys coming up. They recruited Bushes. They recruited these individuals. They got recruited into that dark stream. And it seems as though Trump is out of all of that and not a part of that. As a matter of fact, they seem to be against him. Where are the Bushes? Where are some of these? You know, where 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 are the? You know, it. it I would say this: it is a major um, blow. I was asked the other day about if the Antichrist is alive and waiting to come to power. Uh, if Donald Trump got elected, it, it, does this throw him off? And and my answer is: this is going to make him as mad as hell, uh, because it will throw him off. Uh, because I think it will give. And and here's the other side, though. We as believers, if this occurs and a great door is given to us and greater freedom is said, we must take advantage in the areas Absolutely. of abortion and everything else. And we got to take advantage of it.
3: Um, Absolutely. Russ, we, you, we're Russ. up against the end of the hour. I want to thank you so much for spending your time with us, folks. Shatterthedarkness.net, The Black Awakening is Russ's website. Thanks again for spending your Friday uh, hour after the show with us, Russ. Thank,
2: thank you God you so bless. Much, See you later. Have a great
3: night. Support Rust as our folks. Yeah, right here on Global Star Radio, right before our program, six to seven PM each and every weekday. We'll be right back with Dr. Ted Brewer after this.
1: this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report, uh, just, uh, man, you know, you woke up today and looked at the headlines, you would think that, uh, well, I don't know what you'd think, but I could tell you what to think, I won't tell you what to think, I'll just tell you what we think, and that's the fact that um, the veil is being torn back, the fact that witchcraft, the occult, is now coming into into the open um, behind the scenes, you know, you People make fun of of anyone who talks about the little uh, Hindu god uh, 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 talisman that, that Obama carries. Well, it has significance. You know, the fact that his mother-in-law is in the White House practicing whatever you want to call it, uh voodoo, that kind of stuff. Um, the fact that you've got Hillary, Diane Rodham, the witch Clinton, being a witch. Larry Nichols was on our program and on Alex Jones telling people look she you know once a month maybe once every few months she would fly out to California now he's not aware of course him being out of the out of the immediate uh, picture whether she still does it but goes out and um has uh, uh engages in um engages in in witchcraft ceremonies uh you know with 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 others Now, i can just hear the the stifled laughter of the Rachel Maddow type saying oh, oh, oh you know this is just nothing but fear-mongering. well okay and then explain uh, you know the email uh the Podesta email uh where the uh Marina Abr- Abramovic uh invites Podesta's brother to a spirit cooking, uh, session. Explain that, folks. And, and you know, when you, when you look at what's, a, what, you know, what is a spirit cooking dinner?
3: And, and it's a trending on Twitter pretty hard today, up over 500,000. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I guess. And there's more coming out about this Maria as well. Uh, right. Videos of her public dinner parties showing mannequins with blood on them and uh innuendos of as a cannibalism from John Podesta all the way to um uh, you know inside these email chains and and uh, pedophilia uh but it's see
1: very but, but see we're the we're the friggin conspiracy theorists right we're we're the people we're the ignorant alt right that that people talk about you know uh, see see i I am righteously angry at the Christians out there who turn a blind eye to this crap, who turn a blind eye to this this absolute sickening display of pedophilia, of of sex slavery. And here it is in black and white. What do you want, you know, to to the Christians? Wake the hell up to the Christians out there who say, well, they're just fear-mongering. They don't have any proof. Well, what do you call this? And you know what else? I mean, what, what do you call... I'm not even going to... It's a sickening, sickening thought. Um Yeah, here. What do you call this? Huh? Being found on computers that are, are relate to uh, Wiener and company. What do you call that? Of course, no, it doesn't happen. Yeah, go ahead and yuck it up the Rachel Maddows, and, and the idiots who say, the self-professed the professed, uh, Christians who are out there saying, well, oh, this is just a bunch, you know, you're just uh, uh, fear-poor, fear-mongers. Okay, well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is real. It has been real. We've been telling you this, and I've been sitting on on, on this, uh, looking at this and uh, since since Wednesday and understanding the level of, of depravity of this. And uh, folks, you know, say what you will, okay? But um you know I don't care if you if you're walking barefoot through some starlit garden looking up a gape drooling you know oatmeal out of your mouth I don't know if that's if that's your thing well then apparently that's your thing stay there
3: okay welcome to reality Joining us now is Dr. Ted Broder of healthmasters.com and his radio shows right here on Global Star Radio Network, 3 to 4 p.m. each day and uh, right after we are finished, uh, uh, 10 to 11. Ted, it's great to have you back on the show.
4: Well, thanks, guys. I wish I was under different email circumstances. This, uh, this whole, I woke up this morning and saw that Podesta stuff and I sent it to my buddy, Mancow, who's one of the top radio personalities in Chicago, and he immediately texted me back. He said, is this for real? And I said, well, yeah, according to the emails it is. And This is what they're doing. And so guys, I covered this in my show today for the first half hour. I went into a whole bunch of detail on this stuff and this show will be playing at 10 o'clock tonight after Doug's show. So you can hear me go into full detail about just all kinds of weird stuff for the first 30 minutes. If you want to hear more of this and I'll cover some more of it right now and I'll cover some information that I didn't cover today because I've done additional research now. You know, what I've done over the years is I've talked about a lot of this stuff, Doug, and you know that, and I never really get into the details of it because I didn't really want to know the details of a lot of it, and I just don't want to have my stuff in my mind. But, but Doug, by the way, that's why we right. asked you here. That's, that's well, why no, we asked you, you here. But no, and I've gone ahead and I've, I've pulled up a bunch of stuff now that I've never covered on your show before, and I don't want to hear this is new age, okay? I don't want to hear any of that tonight from anybody, sorry, as sending emails, I know it's New Age because this is what these guys do. A lot of them who are involved in the New Age, they're involved in satanic worship. I got that. So we're not going to try to – I'm not going to get into that. Well, Ted Brower said this and Ted Brower said that. I'm going to read you a lot of opinions of a lot of different people, then I'll tell you what Ted Brower believes about all of this stuff. So don't get on a kick and parade with me. If you want to get on a kick and parade, send a letter to T.D. Jakes. He had Oprah on a show last week, one of the largest black Christian pastors in the world – dynamic preacher of the word, and he endorsed Hillary on his show. Now, guys, if that doesn't bother you, the T.D. Jakes, a Christian leader, one of the top black evangelists in the United States, would have Oprah on to endorse Hillary to talk badly about Trump, I don't know how to wake you up. And it's like Doug said a few minutes ago, and forgive my vernacular, but wake the H-E double sticks up and realize this is not a game We're playing for the very soul of this country. These guys are literally playing for blood. This is what they do. Where do you think these millions of children that disappear every year are going to? All over the planet. Millions. They're going into these sex slave rings, and their blood's being drunk, and they're being sacrificed. Now, guys, if that was not true, these missing children would turn up Four or five, 10 or 15 years later down the road as adults, go back home and say, oh, by the way, mom and dad, I took off down the road a couple years ago because I went to have fun with a party and, and basically I got sidetracked. They don't do that. They don't come back. Now, Doug, you know that because you've been involved in investigations. Uh, you were in an investigation a few years ago where one of these children were held being held in a cage. I mean, this is some sick, sick, sick stuff we're talking about tonight. That's why I don't like talking about it. I may talk about interdimensional entities. I may talk about frequencies. I may talk about stuff about how the blood of Christ saves us. But this is exactly why I told you guys last year when I covered that about the blood of Jesus that I asked God to show me why the blood was so important with Christ. And he showed me that because of scalar waves, because these satanic groups use this But they use it completely differently than Christ shedding his blood for us on the cross. Now, I'm going to read you some information from David Icke. I've tried to edit it the best I possibly could because David kind of goes off the deep end on some of this stuff. And I've made some changes in this. This is not exactly his article. But here's what he says. Uh, The reason I talk about this David Icke goes into detail on satanic rituals, satanic services, how they killed Princess Diana. And quite frankly, he's right in about 80 90% of the time when I read his stuff. Ironically, 10 or 15 years later, you look down what he said two decades earlier and he was proven right. Here's what he said. The satanic brotherhood know that the blood contains the life force energy. Drinking menstrual blood has always been a feature of the fallen angel bloodlines. This is from right out of the book of Enoch, basically the fallen angels and from Genesis chapter 6 because they need blood to live in this dimension because we have an interdimensional universe. It was known as the star fire, the female lunar Essence that the menstrual blood was. The female, supposedly, menstrual cycle is governed by the cycles of the moon, and the blood contains that energy. Again, new agey, but it may be true, I don't know. Drinking menstrual blood as well as being a symbol of the fallen angel royal bloodline itself. Menstrual blood was provided for the elite of the of the fallen angel bloodline by virgin priestesses, and this is the origin of the term scarlet woman. Or to be, or to the Greeks, sacred woman. Now, this is why these priestesses have been sacrificed through the Aztecs and through the Incas and through the Mayans and through the cultures throughout the eons of time. Because the druidic services and worship services and things that they were doing all the way back to Stonehenge was taught to these people. This is pre-flood stuff by the fallen angels. Now, here's what Ike goes on to say. He goes, the Greek word for this is herodulia, that's H-I-E-R-O-D-U-L-A-I, was eventually translated in English as harlot, and the German is whores, the origin of whore. The word ritual derives from this practice as ritu, or redness, and so do the words right and red. Menstrual blood, now, Doug, this is crazy, I didn't know this, is one reason why the color red is so important to the Satanists and is another reason for the constant use of the color of gold by the royal bloodlines. Gold is called the metal of the gods, and menstrual blood was also called the gold of the gods because they drank this blood. Now, here's what Ike Re- says about these interdimensional entities. He says, these crossbreeds and these interdimensional entities drink blood because they are drinking the person's life force and because they need it to exist in this dimension. They will often shapeshift or tra- transform, as Satan did in the garden, into a snake. And as he masquerades as an angel of light, he masquerades, transforms, when drinking human blood and eating human flesh. Blood drinking is in their genes, and, and an elite high priestess or mother goddess in this hierarchy who perform rituals for the brotherhood at the highest level told David Ike that without human blood, that these interdimensional entities cannot survive in this dimension nor can they maintain their possession over these humans. Satanism is based on the manipulation of energy and consciousness. This this, this continue with David like stuff now. These deeply sick rituals create an energy field, a vibrational frequency, but what it is is interdimensional lock. We've talked about that on your show before, which connects the consciousness of the participants to the reptilians, also known as the fallen angels. He calls them reptilians and other consciousness. This is the dimensional field, also known as the lower astral, according to these people, which resonates to the frequency of the low vibrational emotions like fear, guilt, hate. This is why they scare these people literally to death when they're doing these rituals to them, because it creates a lot more of the hormones in their blood. I'll cover that in just a second. When a ritual focuses on these emotions, as Satanism does, a powerful connection is made with the lower fourth dimension, interdimensional demons. These are some of the demons with which these rituals have been designed to summon since this whole sad story began thousands of years ago. Even He's saying this. This is when so much possession takes place and these fallen angels or these demons take over the initiate's physical body. The leading Satanists are full-blown interdimensional entities cloaked in human form. These rituals invariably take place on vortex points and so the terror, horror, and hatred created by them enters the global energy grid and affects the earth's magnetic field these giant thoughts and this negative energy of that scale of benevolence hold down the vibrational frequency and affect human thought and emotion this is why I'm, just, I'm, I'm adding this this is why when Hillary was in the third debate with Trump and she started talking about abortion he said he wants to get rid of it she went ballistic and she almost manifests because she's demon possessed and she goes that she was going to protect the right of a woman's right to choose Well, the reason she's protecting that is because the energy it creates with these millions and millions of abortions every year, they don't want her to. They don't want to stop that. It says, go to a place where satanic rituals take place and feel the benevolence and fear in the atmosphere. We call what we call atmosphere is the vibrational field, and how it has been affected by human thought. Thus, we are happy. We talk about being happy, light, or loving atmosphere, or a darker, foreboding one. The closer the earth's field is vibrational into the lower fourth dimension, the more power the reptilians have over this world and its inhabitants. Satanism is not just a sickness and a perversion, although it is also that. Its main reason for existence from this brotherhood's point of view is to control the earth's magnetic energy field, to worship and connect with their masters, to drink the life force of their sacrificed victims, and to provide energy... For the fallen angels and demons who appear to feed off of human emotion, especially fear. These sacrifices are literally sacrifices to the lower gods, the reptilians, and they have been happening for thousands of years. The mass sacrifice of the people by the Aztecs of Central America and so many others were provided to food for to provide food for the physical reptilians or fallen angels and crossbreeds to eat the bodies and drink the blood and energy nourishment. Remember, the Bible says that Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. devour. Phil Schneider, which a lot of people don't know if he's for real or not, but he was murdered. A builder of U.S. underground bases told the writer and researcher Alex Christopher that when children reached the point where they could no longer work any longer in the slave conditions underground, they were then consumed by these entities. They prefer young children because they are not contaminated like adults, that's why we have a child pedophile ritual working all over the place. It says the satanic rituals generally take place at night because that's when the magnetic field is the most stable. Therefore, the ratio of satanism and child sacrifice at the top of professions and institutions is staggeringly high compared with the general population. The rituals and human sacrifice have always been the foundation of the Brotherhood's religion since ancient times, and the Brotherhood manipulates satanic initiates and gophers into positions of political, economic, Business, military, medical, and media power, and in the influential positions of the world government. Now, what this thing is happening here is this. When they're sacrificing these people, and I've talked about this on the show before, they release fear molecules. These fear molecules are are, are, are adrenochrome, epinephrine, dopamine, and adrenaline. And what they do is they absorb the life energy from this harmonic frequency coming out of these humans while they're still alive, while they're drinking their blood. Remember, they're still alive while they're drinking their blood. Because you cannot transfer blood or transfuse blood from a dead human into a live human. It will kill the live human. Because as soon as the soul departs the body, the blood stops. stops. You can't transfuse it. It's dead. So the energy is brought in from the menstrual blood The energy is brought in from all of these different chemicals and the semen and the stuff they drink. It's all part of their satanic ritual services that these guys do. And many of these guys are taught this information by Jack Parsons, Alistair Crowley, and all of these different books and a lot of the esoteric teachings that have come down through the ages and in, in hidden documentation. So that's what's going on in these services. And that's why we've talked about it so much, Doug, on your show and my show, and see, nobody wants to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it because it's so disgustingly nasty and horrible. And because of our bias that we have, our normalcy bias, we don't want to believe people do stuff like this because we don't do stuff like this. But when you understand that these people are demonically possessed and that these entities live off these things that they're doing, the entity, the, the essence of the blood and the sperm and the menstrual blood – and drinking and eating the flesh and eating the pituitaries out of these children while they're still alive. When you understand they're doing this, you understand what you're feeding and these demons around them. That's what this whole thing's about because it's a battle for men's souls. That's why they want the abortions to continue. That's why they want the Democrats or Republicans right now who don't support Donald Trump to continue because Donald Trump doesn't belong to their secret societies. He's not a blood drinker. He doesn't want to see this stuff going on, and he wants to clean this mess up. Now, because of WikiLeaks, Hillary Clinton wants to say that we're going to war with Russia, or Russia's doing this, and now we find out as agents of of our own federal government releasing this stuff to WikiLeaks to expose what's really going on in these higher levels. This entire thing is based on pedophilia, child sex trafficking, satanic rituals, and all of these horrible things they do to these children that are never to be seen again. And guys, it's a major, major mess. It's going on globally. They just busted that whole network out of Europe, 70,000 people involved in it from high up in the governments, in pedophilia and child sex trafficking. We covered that on Doug's show a couple of months ago. And every time I talk about this stuff, I get people saying, oh, that's not true, blah, 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 blah. Guys, you got the emails now from Podesta. It's true. I told you a couple months ago how Hillary said we were going to have to go out in the backyard and sacrifice a chicken to Moloch. And now they're saying they've got photographs of Hillary engaged in certain activities, which I don't know if that's been released yet, Doug, or not. I don't want to release it on your show until we get it vetted. No. No. You know, no. so I'm not going to talk about that because it's it's been as bad. It's really, yeah. really bad. And so the problem is, as long as it's mainstream media. That's controlled by the Sabbatian Kabbalists, which I've told you guys about repeatedly on my shows that I've done with, done with Doug, who are the ones, who are the Rothschilds, who are the ones who are bringing this into essence in our country, who are bringing this Sabbatian teaching and this, this, this satanic stuff into our country. And they came over here, really the biggest bulk of them came over after the World War I. After the Soviet Union, after Russia, Mother Russia, basically, they used to call it Mother Russia, was taken over by the Bolsheviks and they left to bring their teachings into Germany and into the United States. And guys, this is a mess. And by, by, by God's grace, Doug and Joe, I've prayed repeatedly on my show because I've had so many people call me and write me and say, we need to pray that Hillary gets assassinated. We need to pray that she dies. We need to pray that she gets killed. And I say, no. We don't pray that as Christians. That's a form of witchcraft. We're not going to pray something bad happens to her. What well, we need to pray, and I've done it so many times on my show, and I've done it on your show, Doug, we need to pray that she gets fully exposed for who and what she is, and all of these people around her get fully exposed for who and what they are. And, Doug, I don't know how much more exposure they can get than this. This is crazy.
1: You, you know, it, I did two uh, the videos that are up on Hagman Report uh, today. And I was not surprised, but it just verified everything. Back in May, I think it was 2003, when she was a senator from New York, Hillary Clinton was vocally—I mean, vocally opposed against a ban on partial birth abortions.
4: That's right. That's
1: right. You know, and she had the audacity to give that Joker smile smirk during the last debate, uh, opposite of. Donald Trump, when Trump said no, you know this is how it works, and and Hillary says no, that's not true. Um, the Planned Parenthood connections, and I that's know right. this is distasteful, you know, yeah. I uh, and and, and I, Ted, I, I'm so thankful that that, that you're here because uh, we had dezer on before you, you know, you came on, and and this is so disgusting and distasteful, but I think it's necessary at this point if, if there's anyone outside, see. Yeah, what bothers me too about this is we've got Christians out there who uh, are never tr- never Trump. Uh, I'm not going to vote for Trump because well, I can't. You know I can't because he, he you know he uh, he talked about women uh, the the way he did and owns, owns casinos
3: and stuff. Really? Okay. So due to the the so, positive nature the media paints Hillary Clinton and the negative picture they paint Donald Trump and Christians and many others have been deceived and and continue to want to vote for Hillary Clinton. My question would be, how would we best utilize this information and share it with those people in order to make the most out of um, exposing this darkness and um, to make sure Hillary Clinton is not elected?
4: I don't know, Doug, Joe. If you're asking me that question, I don't know how to make it any more than we're already doing it. I mean, yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. yell it any louder from the rooftops. I can't say it anymore on my show. I mean, to the point of having people not want to listen because it's all so horrible. I, I had to literally, you know, take a mental break after I did the little show with Austin. You know, the thirty minutes, if you want to listen to it on the next hour about what really is black magic and how it rules the world. And I, don't, I told him, I said, "Look, guys, I don't like talking about this stuff. I'd rather talk about." how to increase your metabolism and burn body fat and cellulite and lower blood pressure and cholesterol and all those things that are so easy to do that we all need also. But guys, we can't allow ourselves to be in a situation where we want to pretend like this isn't real anymore because this is what's happened to us. Because of the Schofield Bible, I've told you guys this before, preaching the thing about the rapture and telling Christians not to get involved. And not be, don't, don't be concerned that God's gonna rapture you out. Nothing bad's ever gonna happen to you. Because of the Johnson Amendment. Basically castrating preachers in the pulpit. Because they couldn't speak about political items from the pulpit. No one wants to talk about it. Now we've got this TD Jakes guy, you know, 50, 60 years later, basically openly endorsing the pro-abortion candidate claiming to be a Christian. I mean, I don't understand where any of this comes from if you claim to be a Christian. And Doug, you said it so succinctly. A few weeks ago, a month ago, when I was on with you, and you said if a person's a Christian and they're voting for Hillary Trump, you doubt that they're even a Christian because it doesn't make any sense because they're both diametrically opposed. And so you can't, the Bible says in James, how can salt water and fresh water come out of the same spring? You say, well, well, Donald Trump fondled women. Well, I got a newsflash, and I told you guys this. If you went back 40 years with me in college before I got saved when I was 21 years old and I'm dating a bunch of girls, they don't have a flashing neon sign on saying kiss me now or kiss me later or whatever. You kind of have to kiss them when you think they want to be kissed. That's the way I was kind of raised. Now, I'm not saying that's what Donald Trump did. I'm not saying that what he did was right or wrong. I'm just saying he's a heterosexual alpha male who likes women. And nowadays, unless you're a pansexual that wants to screw everything on the planet, including animals like Miley Cyrus, or you're basically somebody else who you know, wants to be a man and walk in the little girl's bathrooms because you're a transsexual or whatever you are, you're not okay. See, they're trying to get away from the alpha male mentality in the United States because alpha males stand up for what's right. Alpha males try to do what's right. Alpha males speak their mind. Alpha males have testosterone. They haven't been sissified. I mean, this is this is what's happened to our last generation with all the drugs and chemicals in the water and in the food. We know they don't want alpha males to talk. These interdimensional entities, demons, or whatever you want to call these things, I don't care what you call them, okay? They're real. The Bible talks about them. The Bible talks about how Jesus drove them out of people in the New Testament. He even said that some of them can't come out except for by prayer and fasting. He was very clear about all of this stuff with the exorcism that he did and all the other things that he did in the New Testament. But we want to pretend as Christians that none of that stuff is real today because it's easier to believe that. We don't want to believe when something goes bump in the night that it might be something that's really bad checking us out or whatever in the night. And I told you guys this. I, I, had, I owned a haunted house for five years. This, I'm not making this up. And I was attacked in the middle of the night with something on top of me choking me in this house. A person had died in this house. And apparently the lady had done some seances trying to talk to this guy who was dead. And I'm in this house. I didn't know all the stuff that happened to this house. And this thing's on top of me choking me. I, I get up, grab my shotgun by the bed. This thing goes through the sliding glass doors. I'm chasing it outside with the shotgun fully raised and chambered. And my wife wakes up and said, what the heck is going on around here? I said, Sharon, we got to get this place cleansed. This happened to me guys. This happened to me. And then about five to eight years later, I moved out of there, Doug. And the other guy who had moved into that house had already abandoned the house, it was living in a trailer in an orange grove. His name is Dale Guy. And I remember I spoke with him. I went by his house one time because my other smaller children then wanted to see. I've never told a story on your show. My other smaller children wanted to see Austin's hey, bedroom when he was Can you hold kid. that?
1: Yeah, h- hang I'm, on, man. We got to pick this up on the other side. This is too good. Welcome back, folks, to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Uh, the news about the uh, Podesta emails, the spirit cooking, these uh, uh, depraved individuals surrounding the Clinton criminal cabal. You know, when I first saw the news early this morning, I thought of immediately, I thought of Ted Brower. And um uh, yeah. No 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 not be not be no no wait a second. Maybe that came out wrong. I thought of Ted Brewer Remember folks when he talked about the blood on our program. The importance of the blood. Remember that. And I, I thought of his when he appeared on our show, talked about the the importance of the blood, um and, and for redeeming, for for God redeeming uh, uh, for good, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I thought, wow, you know, how, the, the mirror opposite, and, and that is a intended, uh, language, is, uh, is also true. And I knew I wanted to have Ted on tonight, even though it's, it's, it's a horrific subject to talk about, it really is. And we even got, we have, we have not even gotten into, uh, the woman named Laura Silsby, uh, which people are questioning her. Uh, or questioning, uh, there's questions about her, the Clinton Foundation, the Clinton support of her uh, smuggling thirty three children, or attempting to smuggle thirty three children out, out of Haiti into the Dominican Republic. The problem is, these weren't refugees; <laughs> they had families. Now, go figure. But before the break, and even maybe we can even ask. We can have Ted dial it down a little bit, and um because our next guest, uh, next hour is gonna be Doc Marquis talking about a few, a few uh talking about this, and, and kind of deciphering it from a witchcraft, purely a witchcraft perspective. But, right before the break, we we're talking about, we we're talking to Ted, and I just, in my mind, in my mind's eye, I can picture Ted running out of bed in his boxers, or briefs, I don't know but probably boxers. You know. uh, uh, Boxers. 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 All right. With a shotgun. Heading for the glass doors. Wife saying, Hey, Ted, what are you doing? Um, Perhaps not, you know, in in that tone of voice. Uh, But but this is real. I mean, this is real. And I want people to know that. And I'm kind of backing off a little bit because, you know, I don't want to have to Take more of Ted's supplements during the show. <laughs> um, which, by the way, folks, go to healthmasters.com, and, and you got to go there, and you got to stock up on supplements, man. Because it, if you are not taking what, taking Ted's supplements, you're not. <laughs> Oh, brother you're just not getting what you need and i th- i thank god uh for ted brewer for healthmasters.com and for the supplements and for everything he's done for me uh, physically and personally uh for with respect to uh, uh changing my health but having said that so so okay so you're you you're living in a house it's definitely it's got a presence in it, it, it this presence is um um getting cozy with you you jump up you grab your shotgun Put one in the chamber you 're chasing out the door. Your wife's saying, like, Hey, Dad, where are you going, bud? and, and so that 's where you left off so
4: well, yeah, it was like a shadow went through the door. I saw it I went through the sliding glass doors and I thought, okay, so next day, you know, we brought in professional, basically guys who worked on exorcism and stuff like that, and, and we kept the house, prayed up after that, and I didn't have to bring a professional exorcist in if I knew what I know now, but that was long. This has been, gosh, has been this has been 25 years ago, and what ended up happening is we basically just uh, cleansed the house. The Bible says we swept it clean, and so we left, and then the house basically was sold once and almost immediately sold again. I wasn't surprised about that, and then what happened is the next guy who moves in, he basically has moved out. And I drove by one day to show my children the old house we had lived in. And it's a nice house. And the guy basically drove up about the same time who was living there, and he told me that he had moved out into a grove in a mobile home in a trailer and had left the house. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. So I didn't think anything out of it because I never talked about what had happened in the house because it sounds too goofy. And so finally we go upstairs, and then we go up on a private deck. We're sitting up there overlooking this swimming pool that I would put in. And I finally I asked him, I said, you know, why in the world did you leave the house and move to a trailer in the groves? And he looked at me and he goes, Ted, he goes, dude, I don't know what to tell you, man. He goes, then he mentions the guy's name who had died on the floor in the house. And he said, uh, this house is haunted. And I looked at him and he looked at me and he goes, you saw it too, didn't you? And when he said that, Doug, the hair on my arm stood up and I felt a cold breeze blow through the house. I mean, we were upstairs. I mean, no cold breezes are in there. And I said, yeah, I felt it too. And he goes, Ted, he said, we can't live here. The water turns on by itself in the sinks. The blinds and the windows close by themselves. We've got these things running through the doggone upstairs. We can see them running back and forth. We've called the police over and over again. They think we're all crazy now. And remember what the Bible says? If you sweep the house clean, that if you don't keep it clean, seven times that many come back in. These guys, you know, they weren't weren't walking as Christians, and he said that his kids had moved out. Nobody wanted to live there. His wife wouldn't live there. And so finally, his wife's standing there talking to us now. And I'm thinking to myself, God, it's like a freak fest around here. I don't even want to talk about this stuff. It's so weird. Because if you ever experience it, I've always people say, Oh, I'd like to experience that one time. Let me tell you something, friends. That's no. No, you don't want to do that. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's just weird. This whole thing's just weird. So finally I told him, I said, Well, and he goes, Well, how'd you live here for five years? And I said, Well, what we did after it happened with me, he goes, Well, tell let me tell you what happened. He goes, I hear it walking around in the hallway, and I grab my shotgun and I open my bedroom door and here it sits like a big black shadow with two white eyes looking at me. And he goes, "I picked up the shotgun to shoot it, by the blow a hole in my own wall." And he goes, "And the thing goes through the front doors." I said, "Yeah, I know. I think that was the one that jumped on me." And he goes, "I can't stay here. This place is this place is like a freak fest." And I said, "Yeah, I know." And he said, "Well, how do you get rid of them?" I said, "We plead the blood of Christ over the house." And he looked at me, and his wife started laughing. And she goes, what do you mean by that? And I said, you think that's funny? I said, you're telling me you can't live in this beautiful home because it's haunted, and you'd rather live in a trailer out in the country, and basically it's because the house is haunted, and now you think it's humorous that I've pled the blood of Christ over it. I said, I'm telling you what, it's like throwing acid on these things. They can't deal with that, and they leave you alone. And that's what we did, and that's how we stayed here, and we never had any more problems with it. So that's why I'm telling people this tonight. I've never told that story. Happened to me once in my life. Happened to the guy who moved in after me. And I'm telling you that story. I had another friend of mine, Logana Lyons. May she rest in peace. She's died a couple of years ago. She's a travel agent. And one of the things they did one time over in England is they wanted to stay in this haunted house for the night. And she said they group of them got in there. They thought it was going to be really cool staying in a haunted house. They said about... 11 o'clock at night, one of the candlesticks on one of the tables picks up and starts moving around the room by itself. She goes, that was it. Everybody was packing their bags and leaving. It wasn't funny anymore. Guys, this stuff is real. They know it's real. Remember when Moses walked into the Pharaoh's court, and he took his staff and he threw it on the ground, and it turned into a snake. But then the wizards of the Pharaoh's court, they took their staffs and they threw them on the ground, and they also turned into a snake. And you say, well, that, it doesn't matter because Moses' staff ate the other snakes. That's not the point I'm trying to make here. The other staffs turned into a snake. The lower dimensions that we live in are controlled by the evil one. God's in his dimension, and he can come in and he can usurp any of that anytime he wants. That's what miracles are all about. And that's why when we connect ourselves through the blood of Christ, through his sacrifice, through the Holy Spirit, to God's throne... These other entities are under our feet because we now are a higher dimension than they are and they're under our feet and they no longer have any effect on us. That's why Jesus said, Death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? Because they can't control us anymore. That's why there's an all-out assault on Christianity. If Christians only knew who they were, Doug, and that prayer is scalar waves and that when we pray over the air that Hillary is exposed, like right now. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray the mainstream media cannot contain this, and they have to report on what's going on with Podesta, and it reflects back on Hillary and who and what she is, Father. Let the New York City police expose her and release this information. As quickly as possible, Father, in Jesus' name I pray. When you pray that, and all of you agree with me on this, it releases scalar waves, which literally change the fabric of time-space and changes physical reality. That's why they do the stuff that David and I talked about. Though I don't agree with everything he said, parts of it are absolutely on cue as far as it controls the physical reality. That's why they do this. That's why the Druids did it. That's what the pyramids were all about. All of these different types of worship services. And Doc's going to come on in a few minutes. He'll talk to you about what happens on Halloween. We had Doc, we played a show that we had done with Doc last weekend for Halloween on Sunday night. And it's funny, this, all this stuff is coming out now. But the problem we have, Doug, is this. The hardcore Democrats, what did um, the one guy... Stewart say last week on the show, he said that he said basically he doesn't care if they find a dead six year old girl in Hillary's apartment, he's still voting for her. See, that's the mindset of these people that are not going to vote for Trump no matter what is exposed. It's like T D Jakes, which I hope and pray that the millions of listeners that are voting tonight or listening tonight and voting this week, that a bunch of you guys sent him a letter and tell him how disappointed you are in him. And quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, if you're supporting him financially, I'm not. Okay, I never have. I've warned you guys about a lot of these TV evangelists. Now, this of course, this comes to fruition with him. But I hope you stop sending him support money after this. I really do. Now, I know that's a horrible thing to say, but I hope that. Because he has hundreds of millions of dollars probably anyhow. It won't make any difference to him. But the point is, why are you going to endorse that? Why are you going to support that? Why do you want to listen to anything else he says during a sermon on a TV show? I don't. I don't listen to any of it. But I want to read you a couple more things on this real quick on the, on the black magic thing, and then Doc will go into more detail with that in just a few minutes if you don't mind. Doug, if that's all right with you. Go for it. And, and this is something that uh, I'm sure Rush Dizdar talked about earlier, but not, I don't know that for certain. He goes, but here's, here's another article. This is by a guy. Oh, gosh, I don't have the guy's name on this article. I apologize. Uh, Freeman. It's Freeman. And it says, Black magic at its core this is really about demonic possession since the world is made of energy not matter and since energy moves in waves which have frequencies the satanic rituals are designed to entrain energetic biofrequencies of the participants with that of the other dark entities so there is a vibrational match once there is a frequency lock or resonance lock an exchange can take place energy intent or information go from one being place or dimension can be transferred into another this works both ways the person gets possessed receives information from dark entities, while the dark entities also take something from the person. This theme of possession crops up again and again when exposing the worldwide conspiracy and has been going on for a long, long time. And it goes on to say also the horrific phenomenon of missing children. It is also black magic that is behind the unspeakable and unconscionable phenomenon of missing children. These children are being deliberately kidnapped and taken down into elite-controlled underground facilities where they are mind-controlled, turned into slaves, where some of them are sacrificed in rituals. Guys, Ted Gunderson talked about this in detail, the head of the FBI, L.A. County, back in the 90s. You know we're not making this stuff up. The problem is nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to believe it's real. And the mainstream media, which is controlled by these eight, these 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 organizations through the Rothschild banking cartel, which is which is as, as satanic as it's going to get, they basically control the media and the narrative because they don't want to break the spell they've created around you in the energy field. That's why Hillary Clinton can't address the things like radical Muslim extremists. Or terrorist can't even say those words. Can't even can't even use those words because she doesn't want to break the spell that you guys have had placed on you if you're not awake yet. Now I guarantee you, the majority of the Hagman listeners tonight, we're all awake. All right. If you've been listening to me or to Russ or to Doug or to Doc or to or Steve Quayle or any of us, we're all pretty much telling you the same thing: that these things are real. These entities are real that basically they're capable of possessing human beings just like the Bible says they are. And guys, listen to me right now. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior right now, listen to me, please. This is that time. You need to say, Dear Jesus, please come into my heart. I accept you as my Savior, as my God, as my soon-coming King. I confess my sins unto you, Lord. I ask you to forgive me, and I make you my Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you pray that prayer with me, or if you pray it while you're listening to this tape or this podcast, you'll get born again. Because remember, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Because we've been given power and authority and a sound mind through Jesus Christ. We've been connected with God Almighty in his dimension, whatever that dimension may be, through the Holy Spirit. And he shares with us his omniscience, his omnipotence, omnipresence. To a tiny, tiny degree, like one billionth of a fraction. doesn't take much when witness God, right? And so what happens is it gives us authority over all of these things. And that's why they're so angry. And that's why when we did that show last year, Doug, on the blood of Jesus, all hell broke loose for me a month later. All hell broke loose, right at Christmas time. I couldn't believe it. And all I did was talk about the blood of Christ and how it saves us and how its resonance frequency is transmitted through interdimensional eddies back to us on this planet knowing no distance or time, space or time as far as in calendar years and how it continually restores us to the righteousness of Christ. And that's why it says without the sacrifice of blood, there is no redemption of sins. And it says that basically Christ died for us once and for all. We no longer have to have sacrifices, that it's over with, it's finished. God ended it on the cross. That's who we are as Christians when you understand us as a Christian. And people always ask me, well, why don't the preachers explain it the way you explain it? Well, they kind of need to, because all I do is kind of go from a physics standpoint as to how it works and how it happens. Guys, listen to me. Without a relationship with Jesus Christ, without an ardent prayer life and praying on a regular basis where you release scalar waves to control frequency, you're never going to be able to be effective as a prayer warrior if you don't pray. Because remember, the thing about it is this. When you call God on a prayer, you want God to know that you're calling him. You want him to recognize your voice. That's so important that you understand that. Last summer when Austin had a pericardial-induced heart attack, my oldest son, and was laying on the stretcher in the gurney in the emergency room, and they were prepping him for a medevac to another hospital for a cardiac care to do open-heart surgery on him, on the spot, 27 years old. I laid hands on him in front of the doctors and the nurses, and I prayed over him, and I rebuked it. I spoke healing and health to his heart. And they're all thinking, well, this rower guy's really praying. And I'm thinking, I really don't care what they think. I'm going to pray because I know what to pray. God knew my voice. And Austin was saved, and he's with us today, fully recovered. Now, guys, that's what God wants with you. Please listen to me. He wants a relationship with you. It's like a kid who you pay their way through college, and they get a degree. and They become very successful. Then they move to the other side of the country, and you never get to see the grandkids except for Christmas and Thanksgiving. And they never call home. They never talk to you. And only when they call you is when they want something from you or when they want to know what they're going to get in your inheritance. And you never talk to them. You don't have a relationship with them anymore. That's not what God wants from us. He wants an ongoing daily relationship in a prayer life. He wants to know who we are. He wants to know our voice. He wants to realize that you need Him. That He wants to walk with you in the cool of the garden like He did Adam. You were created in His image. He loves you. He loved you enough that He gave His only begotten Son to die for you on Calvary to shed His blood for you because He could at that point become in covenant with you through Christ and through His blood and share with you all of the things that God has including the power that He has You know, in a tiny degree like we mentioned earlier. That's what Christianity is all about. And Christians don't understand the power and the authority they've been given because the stupid Schofield Bible has gone in with their commentaries and have changed the Word of God and added things to the Word of God over 150 years now, and people have believed it and believed it and believed it and believed it to the point now the church has been rendered ineffective because the church doesn't think any of this stuff is real anymore. They're all a bunch of, the the successful ones are all now name it, claim it, blab it, grab it guys, and they don't want to talk about anything about the blood of Jesus, They don't want to talk about repentance. They don't want to talk about holiness. They don't want to talk about doing what you say you're going to do. All they want to do is say, give me money and you'll be blessed. They don't get mad at me because I know a bunch of these guys, and I've raised a bunch of money for a lot of these guys over the years. I know how they are, and I know how they are in private. Now, not all of them are like that, but the bulk of them are. And that's how they feel, and that's what they do. And if you decide that you want to call one of these these famous pastors up because your mother dies and you want him to do the funeral because you've given him a whole bunch of money – I doubt you'll even get a return response. It doesn't work that way. Guys, support your local churches. Support local study groups in your home. Support Bible studies with your family. That's how you build closer relationships with God. Read His Word. Read the Old Testament. Read the New Testament. It's particularly Psalms and Proverbs and the book of John. Read the Bible over and over and over again until it becomes part of you. And you can quote the scriptures or quote the verses. Then when Satan throws up something against you, you can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you're able to walk away from that and stand in victory around it. And remember, guys, your confessions and the words of your mouth are so very important. I speak that Donald Trump wins on Tuesday. I speak that Hillary is fully exposed. I believe that with all of my heart, with all of my soul, and all of my essence, and I want you guys to all believe that with me. I believe that any type of thing they try to do with diebold election machines blows up in their face because my God, my God can control the diebold election machines. My God can do anything my God wants to do. But guys, we've got to stand behind Trump. If not Trump, who? The Libertarian candidate? Who basically, it's so, it's ridiculous how liberal he is. It's ridiculous what he even believes. This I'm not even going to him. I mean, we got nobody to, we, we, we got a, we got, this is a one horse race for Christians and that's Donald Trump and doing a victory protest vote right now is giving a vote to Hillary Clinton. Guys, we don't need to do that. We've got to realize, unlike T.D. Jakes has not realized, that we've got to stand firm in the word, stand firm in the faith, and stand firm on the candidate who took the strongest pro-life stance in a Republican-Democratic rebate for the President of the United States ever in the history of our country on national TV. And that's not good enough for these Christians, Doug, who are unhappy with him because he did some things to some women and now all of that's been proven to be a lie. Guys, listen to me. I'm not saying that he's perfect. I'm not saying that any of us are perfect. There was only one perfect person who showed up on this planet, and the and the Pharisees and the Sadducees had him crucified. Now, guys, please listen to me. We've got to be together in this. We have to maintain a unified belief, unified prayer. We've got to stand together, and we've got to believe that Donald Trump's going to win this. Because, guys, this is that do-or-die moment for the United States with globalism. The globalists have done everything they can to get us to this position and the world the disposition to take over the United States and take over the entire planet. They're willing to take us to global nuclear war, thermonuclear war. And that, by the way, by the way, the thermonuclear war, that is insignificant compared to the space based weapon platforms they have in space right now and the biologicals they have in place right now. Global nuclear war is old technology. It's almost 100 years old now. The new stuff, the scalar wave technology and, the, and the, the ion cannons and all the things they've developed and these space-based weapons platforms, this is where the real technology is. And so, guys, listen to me. I don't believe for one second we're going to have a thermonuclear war unless it's a false flag to create an EMP that in the upper ionosphere to knock out the power grid. That could happen, but it's probably going to be done by a false flag by rogue elements of our own government. So, guys, please, pray with all of us on the Hagman show and circuit. Let's believe that God's still on the throne because he is. And let's believe that prayer changes things because it does. And let's believe that we can make a difference in this election because we can. And if we do this together in the aggregate, we can certify election coverage for Trump that he's going to win this thing. And then we'll see at that point what he'll be able to do with this corrupt, pedophile-infused Congress and Senate we have in Washington. Who are so corrupted with their whores, their page boys, their homosexual liaisons, and their alcoholism, and their drunkenness, that they basically have been completely compromised by the intelligence agencies. Now, Doug, you know I'm right about that. Now, you don't have to do all of them. I'm not talking about all of them, but a big percentage of them. And that's why we're in the mess we're in because these guys should have impeached Obama years ago and were Fast and Furious. There's no reason that guy shouldn't have gotten impeached over that alone, Fast and Furious, the gun running into Mexico. All right, Doug, I'm, I'm going to stop. Go ahead. What do you want? I know you've got
1: one. Yeah, we are almost out of time. As a matter of fact, uh, we'll wrap it up with you, Ted, right now. I just want to say thank you so much because your insight into this is critical, I believe, based on your... Uh, you've been on top of this for so long. This meaning, what's really going on, the... Uh, uh, the, uh, the the horrendous things that are that are taking place. And I just want to say thank you for being part of the show. Thank you for your tireless exposure of this kind of stuff, even as though I mean, even because it's so yucky.
4: It
1: um, is. It is.
4: You know. Well, you and I both talked about it repeatedly on your show about yeah. the child, the child, the the, the the UN running a child slave child abduction network through the united states i mean we, we talk about it but now we're getting to see the ugly roots of it you know in both the democratic and the republican parties this isn't this isn't systemic in the republican party or the democratic party it's through both of them Indeed, and
1: so it's it important is. that we know that yeah. no, no, no ted we we know uh tuesday is election day it also happens to be your birthday so we want everyone to wish uh ted brower a happy birthday this oh, tuesday uh but but also ted uh, uh I just want to say thank you so much for your great health information. Uh, your wife uh, was on last time with you, and it, it just so many people just love her, love you, and uh, you're still having. I just in closing here, just want to make sure that you're, you're still having your special.
4: Um, no, Doug, right? we start we started back up again. The Doug special okay. for the three free books. That's right. Okay. Thank right. Thank you for asking. We started back up again uh, this All morning. Right. It's funny we did that before we even knew we were going to be back on your show tonight. We had such a huge response to it, and people didn't get in on it. It was through the end of last month. I told Austin, I said, look, these are the Hagman listeners. Start this back up again. And I believe the coupon code was just Doug, wasn't it, if I remember just right? Doug. That's right. And, just it, it, Doug. and you, get, you, get, you get three books, Fat Loss, Memory, and How to Train Up Your Children in the Way They Should Eat. And, oh, by the way, the CDC whistleblower basically was asked to testify by a law firm in Tennessee about a case in autism. This is Thompson. And the head of the CDC refused to allow him to testify and would not grant that even though the judge ordered it. So this Amen. is where it's going now, guys. got We've got to get this stuff exposed, and we've got to let these people know that we don't want to be in the middle of this anymore, and we want to get this stuff stopped. And it's so important that we stand together in this, guys. And by the way, Amen. thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you for listening to my show that will be coming on after Doug's show tonight on this same network. And I want you guys to know something. I love all of you. And I've talked to a whole bunch of you in the last couple of weeks, and it's been my pleasure and my privilege.
1: Ted, I know you uh, you, you spent a lot of time on the radio today. I just thought we'll cut you loose. God bless you. Thank you. We'll be talking this weekend. God bless you. Thanks, Bye. you, buddy. Bye-bye. That was Ted Brewer from healthmasters.com. But, you know, his information that he provided during all for the last year has been right on the money with this occult, with the occult significance. I want, I want to caution people. Um BuzzFeed, of course, is claiming that this is all just unfounded. This is, this is the, in fact, I think they went through an, an anatomy of, of a hoax. And this is going to scare a lot of people off. I can, I can tell you right now. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm glad to know it's a hoax. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Well, it doesn't explain Jim Callstrom, the former FBI assistant director, coming, going on, uh, Fox News Channel this morning and saying, and I quote, um, so there's salacious information that's coming out and it's supposed to be a blockbuster and he alleges that if the info does come out it is so horrendous that the NP if it doesn't come out it's so horrendous the NYPD will uh, release it themselves now this is a former FBI assistant director he's got sources of course BuzzFeed trying to contain the damage and the leftist media progressive media won't report on this coming back with Doc Marquis he's going to talk about the witchcraft the, the satanic element of all this stay right where you're at For the three hours that, uh, th- thanks for sharing your Friday night with us. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Thank you for your belief and your trust in us. This is a difficult topic. This is a, this whole thing is just a difficult situation. The um, uh, the news that began early early this morning, which which you know I, I'm going to say you're going to be hard pressed to find Sunday night. It's going to be like gone Sunday night, right? It, it, except in the memories of those who watched. Infowars today, or who watch this program and listen to this program, and there, there's a reason for it. Is because people don't like to talk about this stuff in polite company. People want uh, people want to shut their eyes uh, and, and pretend this stuff doesn't exist. People don't want to hear about the Lolita Express. People don't want to hear about the child sex trafficking. People don't want to hear that their hero, Bill and Hillary Clinton. Uh, heroes, plural, Bill and Hillary Clinton are involved in sex trafficking, or or pedophilia, or uh, perhaps allegedly, okay, ostensibly, perhaps I don't know how, how. How do I have to couch this so I don't get sued? Right, Christians, especially, you um, know, walking around in their bare feet in some starlit garden somewhere, oatmeal drilling down their chins, looking up, going, hey, you know, it, it just to me. Reeks of, of not stepping up, not disclosing what we know, not defending the faith, and, and all of this, all of this, all of this it is so important, I believe. That we address this, we expose this, we expose the the matters of darkness, and we are going to get blowback. We 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 we're already seeing the 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 management, Buzzfeed saying, "Oh, hey, see, this is an anatomy of of this uh, conspiracy theory." And of course, how many times can how many times can Hillary Clinton laugh and say, <laughs> oh, I don't have time for their conspiracy theories." Yeah, well, here they are, Lolita Express. Here are the emails Podesta. Here is yeah, what a, the information in Calstrom the assistant director of the FBI former assistant director of the FBI coming on a, a mainstream program saying and you know talking about the salacious um again I'll just say this again um uh, he was he was on for a few minutes but he said uh um it, well he he calls it salacious information that's coming out Supposed to be blockbuster. Um, now he knows what, you know, what's going on here. And, uh, but, but all of this together. So, it, what we did tonight was we cleared the slate for, with everyone tonight because the, this news broke early in the morning. Um, contacts were made. And for, you know, I, I needed to find out precisely everything I could find out from my contact, which, uh, now my contact is not well my contact is I'm just going to say my contact is my contact and um he uh he was disgusted he was disgusted about this and you know and frankly I don't know how much more of this is going to come out how much more needs to come out the the the, the references to the uh that Laura uh, Silsby which you know look I don't I don't know the entire story on this Except there's a whole lot of print, a whole lot of interest of this woman who went to Haiti after the earthquake and rescued children to take them to Puerto Rico but stopped at the uh, Haiti-Puerto Rican uh, or Dominican uh, uh, border. Uh, 33 kids. Interesting number, by the way, 33 kids. Well, come to find out, the, the, these children were not homeless. Hmm. It, so, but the the intense interest by... By Hillary Clinton and by Huma Abedin and by the Clinton Foundation, and see at the at the epicenter of this is the Clinton Foundation. There's money. There's there's. This is big business. You've got you've got Middle Eastern interests out there who are purchasing children. Like it or not, believe it or not, I don't care. I mean, it is what it is. And here we are just a couple of days before we're going to elect the next president of the United States. And you've got Christians out there who really can't decide or really have to vote or you can't vote their conscience or can't vote for Trump because of their conscientious conscious objections to, uh, to, uh, um, to Donald Trump. Well, you know what? So you're going to vote for Hillary, ultimately, because no matter what you do, if you don't vote for Trump, you're going to vote for Hillary. It's by default. It's the cards we've been dealt with, the system that we have. Like it or not, that's what you're going to do. So you're going to justify any twisted, warped, self-professed Christian mind. That's exactly what you're going to do. Is that is that what I'm hearing you say? All right, well, then expect the air over your city to be even dirtier, and expect the um, expect this stuff just to even get worse, and expect our rights to be... Even, tailored even, even more. We have a guest, uh, Doc Marquis on It's a God Things Production, 777.com.
3: 7. Yeah, It's a God Thing Production, 777.com. Doc Marquis's been a, a guest, uh, on our show frequently in the past, and it's great to have you back, Doc.
0: Thank you, Joe. How you and your father been?
3: Busy. Um, you know, this, uh, political, uh, atmosphere, you know, the elections, All this news that's been coming out over the last 30 days, the WikiLeaks revelation, um, there's a whole lot going on here. And there is a lot of corruption being um, put forth into the public eye. Yeah, revealed, really. And it seems like each day that goes by, the information gets more intense. And it's it's a good thing that it's happening during this election cycle because you have a lot of people that are paying attention that normally... Wouldn't be so engaged in a regular news cycle, and with you know with the timing of this, we're seeing millions upon millions of people uh, learning about the the depths of darkness that is going on inside Washington, especially inside the Hillary Clinton campaign. And today, we obviously got the revelations of of more uh, darkness and occult practices and rituals going on inside the inner circles of this Clinton campaign. Things that tie back to ancient babylon uh, right up into today
0: well of course and i'd be surprised if christians um, were really shocked about what's going on because what we want among other things we would have to contend with spiritual wickedness in high places we were wrong oh. about these things yes we, warned, exactly right. we would have to face such matters, and the reason these matters are going on, and God forgive me for being blatant here, but we were warned in Revelation chapter 3 about the seven churches known as Laodicea. Most born-again Christians during our period of time, Laodicea, will not commit one way to the other. They're neither hot nor cold, and because of that, Christ himself says, I will spit them out of my mouth. That's because they're fence walkers. They won't go left. They won't go right. They'll just, you know, walk straight down the middle. You can't work with material like that. You've got to be on fire for one side or the other. You know, Scripture tells us, you've got to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And yet, when I see what had happened today, with the revelation that, um, Hillary Clinton or the Clintons or Pedestra or certain other people could be maybe, according to what these, um, emails are saying, are involved in occult practices, I'm not shocked. I am not shocked at all. What The only thing that shocked me is that someone was actually able to um, find out that this was in the emails. Haven't I said in the past how many times what the people were really involved in?
3: Absolutely. And, and yeah. there, I mean, we've seen Hillary in her own words talk about sacrificing a chicken the mullock in her backyard. We've seen the ties. Uh, we know the, the rampant uh, pro-abortion. I mean, all this... uh, ties to a deeper spiritual meaning.
0: Yes, because their spiritual ties is not with God, at least not the God of the Bible that you and I worship. Now, your dad and I, we had spoke about some of these things a number of hours ago. And when I was going through these emails and checking them very carefully, and I was comparing... Um, the way they were written and everything to make sure that there was nothing, shall we say, in the structure the email that says it was a forgery or anything right now I have got nothing other other, you know prove otherwise than to say you know as far as I can tell this is spot on um, this email is as you know when I compare it it's the same as the others as far as structure and everything so as far as I can tell this is a genuine email it's not something that's forged or something from Russia shall we say I still can't believe that one Um, but um what 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 did catch my attention immediately of course um um was when we were talking about spirit cooking now that is a proper term, and the ingredients that was mentioned in that particular email they are proper those those would be the correct ingredients for this type of a um very closed circle um, ritual. It it wouldn't be um, a ritual that you would put high up there. No, this is really just a very intimate type of ritual between friends. It would be almost like a small coven gathering. Um, Contrary to popular belief, you don't need 13 people to form a coven. No, so long as you have three, you you can have a proper coven and I looked at the um what was being used, the terms are right, the alchemy is right within this. And when I was going through all this um stuff, it reminded me of something very familiar in the past. And that was the um Franklin cover up. You remember that, Doug, correct?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and folks pay attention to this because this is critically important. Yes. The right cover now up. the
0: franklin cover up for those people who don't know about this, and for refreshing my memory, it's been about thirty years now since the franklin cover up It was a um um a peterpillier ring that was going on between washington d c in Boystown in Nebraska. They were flying um, boys from um, Boystown. They would take them out of Boystown, put them on a plane, and fly them back and forth to Washington for acts of pedophilia. Now, this is where it gets very heartbreaking and dangerous and occultic because, you see, and Doug, Joe, you both know my... Background in the Illuminati and all this, and I and I would think a number of your audience um, listening members, um, a number of them must know about my background by now, also. And um, what really scares me here, and very few things ever scare me anymore, not after what I've seen, um, is that we could see. I think this. Um, there could be a revival or a resurgence of what went on during the Franklin cover-up because you see, in the occult world um, not only are sex rings um, very, very lucrative money, but unfortunately a lot of these kids um, will be sacrificed to Lucifer on film. Those films are known as snap films and Folks, I hate to put it to you this way, but give me if I if I sound heartless here, but those snuff films um, can get um, the person who's selling it, you know, in the Illuminati and certain other cult groups, they could get you an, an easy fifty thousand dollars. You know, I've seen and that least, on the
1: dark net, yeah, or the dark web, yep. Yeah.
0: yep. You know, I mean, if it's a, if it's a genuine um, sacrifice, oh yeah. $50,000 is easy, um, they can go over $100,000 and let's face it, that's more than what most middle Americans make in a year and um, I see so many connections here between this and the Franklin cover-up, I mean let's think about this for a second everyone. Um, the Franklin cover-up involved um, a secret sex ring that was going on between Washington, D.C. and um, Boys Town. And it was um, the Honorable Senator John DeCamp who broke this story and um, also, who's helping him unveil the truth behind this was Dr. Ted L. Gunderson, who had retired as the, the senior director of the Los Angeles Department of the FBI before he retired. And sadly enough, the man passed away about five, six years ago now. I, I've known Ted um, for 25 years of my life. I've worked on a number of cases with him that involved the occult and so on and so forth. And I remember when he was first sending me files and files and files about um, what they were discovering about the Franklin cover-up. And so here we have... and uh, Let's look at some of the players here right now. John Pedestra. Well, let's face it. Um, He likes his um, kids young, to put it politely. And um, we know that... um, by extension, um, when the Franklin cover-up was going on, it was alleged, and I will choose my words carefully here for the sake of your show, it was alleged that the Bush family and partially the um, Clinton families were involved in this. Am I correct so yep. far? You know, okay. um, on,
1: Ju- on June 29, 1989, on the cover of the above-the-fold Washington Times, Homosexual prostitution inquiry ensnares VIPs with Reagan and Bush. Callboys took midnight tour of White House. You know, and again, um, you're going to have people... I'm sure the left or the progressives, you know, gleefully reported on this. Uh, but 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 you know, here we have Buzzfeed and other places saying, "Oh, you know what you're talking about? This is just a, this is just a, a conspiracy theory that gained legs because of you know some BS." It, it, no, 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 no. Uh, so what you're talking about is correct. I don't want to get too far off, and I apologize. Uh, but okay. yes, yeah, you know, yeah, it 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 reached Larry King. Who was associated with the Franklin uh, Savings Loan in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, using uh, supplies, if you will, from the from boys down in Omaha, uh, and putting them on planes and sending them out to, to D.C., New York, and there are so many aspects, so many tentacles to this story. It's just, it's sad. It really is.
0: And um, uh, how many of those boys have told the same story? how they were absconded from Boyd's home put on these planes and I'm um, prone to Washington dc for those very acts
1: yeah i mean and, i mean but but to no avail i mean they they were the you see in, in this case and and doc you know this and the federal prosecutors made them out to uh, appear less than credible and in and this and i I'm going to say one thing too because if you watch the the um oh goodness the uh uh television show criminal minds which gets into behavioral analysis criminal behavioral analysis they go to great lengths to discredit um the uh repressed memories okay from from satanic ritual abuse now some memories are manufactured i understand that but the but, but the however not this not these don't don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Understand what's going on. Go ahead, Doc. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: That's okay. Well, as I said, let's let's revisit some of the players in this. Again, um, John Podesta has now been estranged from his wife Huma Abedin because of his pedophilia. Isn't that true?
3: Yeah, Anthony Weiner, the husband of of yeah. Huma Abedin. Yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. what I'm he's sorry. In a, I'm sorry, Weiner. That's and right. He's in a, uh, uh, a he's, sex rehab right he's now. He's riding a horse right now.
1: Seriously. Yeah.
0: And folks, that's what this involves. Another pedophilia thing. Um, and uh, trust me, folks, if if you really think you can trust Huma Aberdeen in any of this, you really are delusional. I have more information on her true background than most people could shake a stick at. I mean, this lady and her family are solid... Um, what you would call um, um, jihadist sympathizers, I mean, but we'll say that later, because I'll just say this, remember, in um, a lot of Muslim families, um, and this fits with the um, pedophilia um, mentality, in a lot of Muslim families, you're just so much property. The husband can actually kill, remember, let's not forget. Um, the daughters, the wives, any of the kids, if he thinks that um, they've disgraced him or dishonored him. Just remember, this is the mindset of those people. And here we have Huma Aberdeen's husband now, who's been caught. I know um, so much about Huma, and if if anyone thinks um, Bill and Hillary... Uh, Snow White, you really are delusional. I mean, come on, folks. There are at least 25 major events that any one of them would get Doug, Joe, or myself thrown in prison. Any one of them thrown in um, federal prison just like that, and they throw away the key. Yeah, I've got at least 25 documented cases, and they haven't been touched. Now, folks, come on, common sense tells us something's wrong here, and and people actually want to support them and put them back into the White House. Folks, Doug and I were old enough to remember the disaster that it was when they were in for the first place, and let's not forget. Bill, and this is fact, ladies and gentlemen, was facing impeachment charges because of sex again. Folks, all these things are tying together again. They're adding up and coming out to the same equation. Now, whether or not you want to say there's an occult spin to this, you don't have to. Just remember right now, pedophilia is a crime. Not just, you know, by the law of the land, right. but by the laws of God and morally and ethically. That's right. You really want to vote in those type of people? Now, folks, I'll be honest. I've told this, I can't even tell you, as a Christian ministry, how many calls... I have received just on Donald Trump alone. And I tell the people, okay, you you don't want to vote Clinton in. Okay. Well, I don't want Trump either. Well, guess what? I can't vote in a perfect president because there's no such person. There's no such thing as a person, a perfect person, unless you talk of Jesus Christ. What I'm looking for this time around And this makes so much sense. We don't need a politician. We need a businessman to fix the financial problems here in America to begin with. Finances don't involve politicians. They don't work in real life with billions of dollars. Trump has. I wouldn't trust any of those politicians to try to build anything with Lego blocks. And yet, Donald Trump, with his real-world, real-life experience, has built skyscrapers. Uh, I think if Donald Trump says he can build a wall, he'd be the only person alive, I would believe, who could pull it off. Now, I could grab it on and on and on, you know, but the point is, ladies and gentlemen, if you think you're going to vote in a perfect person, a perfect president, you might as well walk away from the voting booth now, because there's no such thing. Donald Trump is anything but perfect. Um, Donald Trump is not and never has been controlled by the Illuminati or any other group. Um, that much I can definitely tell you he's not part of any inner circles that right? he isn't. But and
1: you would are, know, right? I mean, Doc, oh, be back, based,
0: oh, based, back then I would have. Donald Trump was never mentioned as any member. No. Okay. You know, because remember, I was a seventh generation Illuminati. With seventh generation, my family goes back to seventeen eighty nine, and all this. And when I was going through the ranks of the Illuminati, I was also learning over two hundred years worth of um, Illuminati history. You know who did what, what who you know who did what, where, when, how, the names, the dates, the places, exactly what they did, the event, all of it. I knew more than most people alive in the Illuminati during that day and age, and I knew more than probably any member who ever sat on the Council of 13 back then. And I am telling you folks, never once was Donald Trump ever brought up. I know certain other people were. This is how I know who to watch out for, because they're still involved.
1: And that's why, folks, that's why we have Doc Marquis on our show to talk exactly about this. We're about, we're about a minute away from the bottom of the hour break. So, so Doc, I mean, yeah, we, we, we're not going to be electing, even in in the form of Donald Trump, uh, uh, certainly a perfect person. There's no such perfect person that exists. Um, you know, however, we do know what we have with the Clintons and you get one, you get the other. It's buy one, get one, apparently. Um, that, that's what you're seeing, right?
0: <laughs> right and i'll yeah. tell you um after the break what i honestly think god is up to here
1: oh you know oh, yeah. the, the, oh and then okay. you tell
0: me what you honestly think i think you're going to find this interesting
1: all right and and, and that's okay really important uh, information in 45 seconds uh, you, you want to give a plug to your dvds and website sir
0: oh my goodness um, oh 45 seconds okay um, ladies and gentlemen if you want to see any of my DVDs what we've got and all this you can go to my website at www now this is all going to be lowercase no apostrophe um, www it's a god thing productions that's with an s it's a god thing productions 777.com dot com or you can call me anytime after 12 o'clock because I I'm finished the ministry morning work at that point. Just call me at four zero two 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 eight nine four seven six, or you can send me an email at docmarkey seven 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 at yahoo dot com.
1: All right, perfect timing, actually, folks. We're talking with Doc Markey here. We're going to pick up with him on the other side. What God is doing with all of this in? in, in that's a great question, and that needs to be addressed. Doc Marquis is our guest this hour. I'm going to thank each and every one of you for joining us. Folks, you can go to hagmanreport.com, click on the uh, uh, couple of videos there I did earlier today, InfoWars. Um, it was on Wednesday and on today. Uh, must must say, folks, that uh, this news is breaking hard. It's breaking fast. We have to be ahead of it. We're gonna be right back with Doc Marquis. Here we are. Where you're at.
3: Back, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. This hour we are joined with Doc Marquis. He's going to take us through the end of the broadcast. His website, it's a God Thing Productions seven 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 dot com. And we are talking about the occult and satanic nature of the latest WikiLeaks revelation that many people are writing off as um, an internet conspiracy hoax. The is it, the Washington Times, I just I believe, put out a story today about uh, the washington post put out a story no john podesta did not drink bloody fluids at a secret satanic ritual and of did a whole not. page on why this is just a conspiracy theory yeah. drawn up by the internet trying China to make is. hillary clinton look bad and it's a terrible attempt at, you, you um, know trying uh, to cover the truth i'm glad you brought
1: that up but the There's espionage in here. There's state secrets in here. Why not focus on just focus on that? Uh, Of course, we're focused on that. We we've talked about that this week. It's not that we're going immediately to the to the most salacious stuff, but we have to talk about it all, whether it's treason, sedition, espionage, whether it's viol you know other criminal violations, or whether it's perversion. I think it all speaks to the same. And you know, this perversion has been going on so long. Doc Marquis referenced and, and I thought it was, I never thought of the, uh, I, until I spoke with him today, the, uh, Franklin cover up, the, 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 that didn't occur to me in my mind when I was, it, I didn't make that connection until we spoke. And, and then I thought, wow, you know, this is an extension or a revival thereof or a continuation thereof. And uh, it makes perfect sense. And, you know, back then, how did the media treat that? Now, uh, 30 years hence, they're saying, well, you know, it might have been there. And what about uh, Sandusky in Penn State? You heard Russ Dizdar earlier talking about that. Of course, you know, you don't hear half of what has gone on there because everyone wants to keep it hush-hush. But, uh, Doc, before the end of the, or before the break, you were saying, you know, you're saying, Yeah, I got a feeling I know what God's got planned. Maybe maybe God's got something planned here and uh go ahead and, and and take it away, my friend.
0: Okay, um one or two people are gonna win this race, either um Hillary Clinton, God help us all at that point, or um Donald Trump. Now, let's hope it's Donald Trump. And I say this for a good reason, for quite a number of reasons. You see, We know, according to the scriptures, God promised that towards the end time, he would raise a remnant who would make a last stand for him, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, the way things are going right now, now, let's think about this for a second. Ah. I don't know about anyone else, but for at least the last good five, six years, there's been something in the air, something almost tangible, something you know that is coming, but you don't know what it is. But whatever it's going to be, it's going to be something major. And I think about this and I look at what's going on in the world that, let's be honest, Um, the world is going to hell in a handbasket, and it's going quickly. I have lived long enough to see moral decay on a level I never thought that was possible. And yet, when we look at the um, scriptures, we find out that these things we see going on right now have to happen if the prophecies are going to come true. One quick example, Revelation eighteen twenty two B tells us that the entire earth, all nations of the world, are gonna be handed over to the Antichrist through the occult. Not said all nations, not some or justice or no, it said all nations. So if all the nations of the world are going to be handed over to the Antichrist through the occult, that means right now we have to see a resurgence in the major occult of religions greater now than all of recorded history if that prophecy is going to come to pass. And we see it happening right now. So keeping all these prophecies and other things in mind, especially with um, the end times and how God said he is going to build up a remnant so that we can make one last stand. Well, if Donald Trump becomes a president, that means we are going to be free of all of the nonsense, all of the occult practices, all of the all of the corruption and everything in the White House for at least four to eight years now that means for the Christian we are going to get a four to eight year reprieval from all that evil so that we have now a window of opportunity to stand up as Christians like we've never been able to do before and really witness to the people out there and get as many saved as possible because I guarantee you if it's Donald Trump and he becomes a president, once those four to eight years are over with, we are going to see persecution beginning in America. Now, we've seen Christian persecution going around the world now on numbers that's never happened before. Now, we live in a nice little comfy society where, for the most part, um, the laws of the land can still protect us. Yeah, sort of. But how much more is that going to change once donald trump if lord willing he becomes president and serves four to eight years faithfully as he says he will just how bad do you really think it's going to get once you remove that type of, shall we say good versus evil out wow
1: uh, mm,
0: yeah okay. i think this is going to be um the time when we'll be able to make that last stand Because after that, I think um, we're really in for serious um, trials and tribulation. I mean, just look at what Barack Obama has done. Of all the refugees he's brought in from Syria and other places, do you know only a half a percent are Christian? Oh, yeah. yeah. The others were Muslim. One yep. I mean, half of a percent. That's right. I mean, folks. I mean, <laughs> that is criminal, to say the least. And yet, you know, you don't hear the media reporting this because they're all in, they're all in on it. Not necessarily the people, but um, the people who pull the strings.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: And um, that would be the editors who are in control. Who are following the, or, or the orders of the owners. And we know um, um, those owners are uh, people in the Illuminati. I know it for a fact. I know the history of this too well. I saw it in my days.
1: To, 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 doc, for, for, from your perspective, to what end here? Because, you know, you hear all the, 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 the talking points of the talking heads. Well, you know, you bring these people in. Uh, they're going to register Democrat and vote Democratic. Uh, yeah, I understand that. Okay, I mean, or, or or just plain vote, you know, without ID uh, for the Democrats. But but there's something more here uh, than just the uh, changing the voting demographic. What else is there with this? With what in particular? Well, with the uh, with bringing in all of these refugees, or not refugees, but. Uh, this alien invasion. It's it's obviously it's to change the demographic of our. Uh, well, yeah, you're, you're
0: absolutely right, Doug. Um, you're right. Um, this is being done because um, after um, Barack Obama retires, in my humble opinion, um, I believe a he's going to retire to um, some mu- Muslim nation. He might stay in Washington D.C. or certain areas for a season, but my opinion, everything says he's a Muslim. And I think he's doing what he's been doing all along these last eight years because of his faith. And because he's trying to please those um, leaders in the Muslim world so that when he does retire, he's going to retire like a prince. When, uh, once he decides to move into one of the Muslim nations and receive supposedly his just rewards for holding up to the faith and promoting the Muslim um, faith. As I said, let's consider the numbers. One, I mean half a percent are Christians. 99.5 are not. Um, who are the people that are dying and being persecuted over there? Christians. Yes, yeah, it, it certainly is in the heart of Krishnas. Christians. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. it's one any, it's anyone who dares follow Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, when um when um we hear all these Muslim holidays, Ramadan, and all the others, well, Barack a Barack Obama is using the pulpit of the White House to promote it to celebrate it, to say, oh, I wish you the best on Ramadan. I don't hear him um, lauding Christianity. That's right. I yeah. noticed um, Barack Obama, um, Oh, and he can say, well, I wasn't raised Muslim or anything, yet this guy can speak in the Muslim tongue like no one's business.
1: Yes. Uh, I oh, yeah, you can, the, can hear it. You can yeah, hear it. You can you hear his inflection.
0: Yeah. And you know it's still children to this day. Do you know if you drive into Kenya, um, you know how it says, you know, welcome to this place, welcome to that place, and that yeah. one will say like, welcome to Kenya, and it, it continues on. I've got the photos to prove this. It says, welcome to Kenya, home of Barack Obama.
2: Yeah, well, to,
1: to, to the uh, to the non-believer out there, well, that's just you know in honor. Uh, it's really meaningless. Ah.
0: No, I've never, I, I've never seen any any other sign that says, you know, home of Ronald Reagan. I mean, like in yeah. Russia or in Great Britain or in Australia.
1: Yeah, well, you'll get out enough Doc. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> and you know, um,
1: yeah, you're right.
0: You know, and, and there's so many other things that I could easily, you know, add up, and folks. Um, th- those aren't Christian things. They're Muslim, but they're certainly not Christ- Christian. And um, God help those people who are trying to follow the Muslim movement. Oh yeah, we can marry um, um, the um, the Islam faith with Christianity. Are you out of your mind? Have any of you ever read? And I've got a copy to, in my library to this very day. I've read it all. The Quran. My goodness, yeah. people, I, read, I started reading the Koran um, over 25 years ago. I have um, um, the holy books of just about every single major religion you can come up with. And I've read every single one of them. And I've never seen anything quite like the Koran in this life because it allows you to murder in the name of God in some of the most despicable ways I have ever seen. Oh, yeah. And all these things are being done to upset the apricot, if you would, in America. You see, this is no accident. These are contrived occurrences, everyone. And one of the reasons is to um, take away the effectiveness of Christianity in America. It has to be done because this is the bastion of Christianity worldwide. We have freedoms here like no other place. And when you think about, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's put this on a military mentality for a second. Whenever you're fighting a war, and we are in a spiritual war, you have to have a headquarters to operate out of. And America is our spiritual headquarters because it's from America that we've been able to go out and evangelize and preach the gospel like no one's business. And after, you know, we're done fighting whatever pitched battle is, well, we return back to headquarters to um, revive ourselves and to recuperate. Well, that's why they come back to America. This is the headquarters, and then once, you know, they've got their, um, they've resupplied, they've revived themselves, they've replenished, then they can get back out on the battlefield again. This is why America is such a threat to the enemy, because this really is the bastion for Christianity, the headquarters for the spiritual battle. Now, some people would say, well, that has to be Jerusalem. Uh, No, not necessarily. Just because the Lord was born there does not mean um, that's the headquarters. No. We are living in a different time, a different age. Christianity has been around for almost 2,000 years now. And like any other army, headquarters can be moved if necessary. And for over 240 years now, Um, the headquarters has been firmly entrenched in America now of course the enemy has snuck in because we've allowed it to happen that's our fault that's no one else's if we were as spiritual and sold out for God as we all like to proclaim we are well then none of those other things would have happened that's true. You know, Christianity is failing because we don't want to get out there and get our hands dirty.
1: We haven't stepped up. Uh, we have not we, we, we have not been. We have not st- stood in the gap. We have not occupied, um, in my view, anyway.
0: You're right. And who else but Christians can have the power and authority to do such things? It wasn't given to anyone else. The Lord gave it to us, his kids. Right. So we've got to stop acting like spoiled brats and get out there like the warriors were supposed to be. Now, I know it's going to be scary. I know it's going to make you nervous. I know these are going to be things you don't want to do. Ladies and gentlemen, I was there, been there, done that. I mean, my first couple of years of Christianity, my goodness, I can't even tell you. When I went door-to-door witnessing, I can't tell you how many times I've had doors slammed in my face. You know, trust me, after the first couple of hundred you get used to it. And <laughs> you know, afterwards it's easy. Yeah. I mean I, I just I was talking to a lady who was seeking some counseling the other day. You know, as you well know, this is a ministry and I think Doug and Joe, you both know I have my degrees in medicine, sociology and psychology. Yeah, and um, yeah. I was counseling this one lady the other day. How you know um, how she doesn't really want to go out there? She's so afraid to witness. And we sat down. We had a nice long chat about it. And by the time we were done, I mean, she was laughing her head off. And yeah, she says, "Well, the next person's all mine. I don't care who they are. I'm not a out witnessing." I says, "There you go." <laughs> and I says, "Let me tell you, if they reject you just like that, just remember Christ was rejected first. That's right. Yeah. We
1: have to, yeah. You know, we have to do, and and thank you for bringing that up because, a a, a lot of what we can do. I mean, people say, well, what can we do? Well, that's one thing, you know. And, and indeed, I mean, that's that's a very important thing as well. Is How to,
0: about playing? Everyone yeah. can pray.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: I mean, think of the miracles that people can call down from heaven if they just put their faith behind it. That's right. You know, and when I see what's going on, what I believe is a continuation of the Franklin cover-up, I think um, we're going to see, unless Donald Trump get in, I honestly believe this is just going to escalate because we know right now it's possible, now this is only possible, that um, there could be two indictments coming down on Hillary Clinton's head, in high time, in my opinion. Well, she um, could walk in as a president. Do you really think anyone would risk their political cl- careers, let alone their life, to stand up against her at that point?
1: Not at that point, no. I I, I think, no, no. Let's look at
0: the people right now who have been helping um, Clinton behind the scenes, and they're they're being caught, and they're either being killed or, shall we say, um, put into different positions where you never hear from them again.
1: Yeah, that's another conspiracy theory, you know. Uh,
0: it's It's not a theory. These people are dead, for goodness sakes. There's no theory about that.
1: No, Doc, you're so doggone gullible. No, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kidding around.
0: The I use my medical background to declare that body is dead, no one's home. <laughs> what do I know? I only have my medical degree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it, I mean, it, it, the evidence, uh, the evidence that, that that is before us is staggering, and it amazes me how, how, people including christians don't want to face the evidence and and you know what we might get one or two things wrong here or there um but but the but the bulk of it is is true and even if 10 percent of it is true not that i'm not saying anything but i mean except to say even if a small percentage of it is true it's not only indictable it's uh I mean, it's not only uh, horrible, it's indictable, it's criminal. So you're you're absolutely right.
0: those people who can't even accept the fact for what they are, it's those people who enter into a state known as cognitive dissonance. Right. They're, They're... mind cannot accept the fact that their little golden goddess, Hillary Clinton, could possibly be guilty of anything, so they subconsciously enter into a state of self-denial to where the evidence, no matter how much there is, is automatically rejected. That's what cognitive dissonance is. I mean, it's a form of worship in this case, as it says, with their little golden goddess. Oh, Hillary can't do anything wrong. You know what amazes me? And just to give you an example of how powerful cognitive dissonance is, we know ever since the whitewater gate <laughs> and everything else that Hillary and Bill have been behind, they, I mean, they are guilty of more acts, illegal acts, than you and I, would actually be able to count and yet those people voting for them right now are going to say oh that never happened that never happened why because of cognitive dissonance that's That's a powerful that can be if the people allow it to happen to them you know instead of going by the facts they're just going to deny everything, no matter how no matter how varied or how much the evidence is.
1: You got that right, my friend. Well, in in the few minutes we have left, Doc, I want to give you a full opportunity to tell people uh, what you've been up to, what you're what you are up to, um, okay. and also to uh, to make sure people know how to get your DVDs. And and for the newcomers, for the new listeners, because it's been a while since we've had you on. Which DVDs or or what you know what would you what would you recommend to those? Okay, right now out?
0: there's one DVD I would recommend because on the 18th I'm going to be back doing your show, and okay. we are going to be covering something on a particular DVD. It's called There Were Giants in the Earth. Now I spoke to Joe about this. I said you and your son can watch up to section seven. You cannot go beyond that. The reason is, I want to hear your live reaction when we first start playing section eight. And then I want you to tell me what it is. I, I am wait. not kidding. I, have, I showed, oh, it was the beginning of this year. When I first put the finishing touches, on There Were Giants in the Earth, and two other DVDs, How Close Are We, in um, Part Two to um, Illuminati guards at the Olympic Games. Um, I had one lady um, preview um, There Were Giants in the Earth, and when she got to that one section, and I'm sitting here listening to her on the phone, and she saw what it was for the third time. I could hear she almost fell out of her chair when she screamed. <laughs> okay true story and um, she goes no I, I, she, no that can't and I'm going yes I want to I hear your own reaction I want you to tell me what it is because I tell you this much something like this has never ever been captured on film ever I've seen things like this on YouTube and other places, and I can tell you exactly why. They're phony. I can show you why they were photoshopped. This stuff was so hardcore, I had it sent out and um, certified to be genuine, not once, but twice, just in case.
1: Wow, okay. Oh, yeah. Now, now I can't wait. Now, now this is going to be
0: good. You know, and um, they um. went all the way down and use infrared to check the pixelation to make sure nothing has been altered. And I've got both certificates in my possession.
1: Uh, all right. So, so that DVD, t- t- tell us again where people can order it in preparation oh, for the show?
0: Oh, yeah. They can order it if they go to my website at www. It's a com. 777com or just give me a call if you have problems um, the number would be four zero two 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 eight nine four seven six. 228 9476 call me after 12 because I've got ministry work I always have to take care of in the morning and a lot of times I have to go out to take care of it so if you call after 12 call between 12 to 6 o'clock I can guarantee you you'll get me one way or the other at that point
1: it's Central central 12. time right
0: Yes, yes, Central okay. Time, or um, if you can't reach me that way, just send me an email, um, put your phone number in it, um, I will get you back, you know, I'll call you back up, um, just um, write to me at key 777 at yahoo.com. Fantastic. Or you can Doctor...
1: find me on Facebook. <laughs> hey, there we go, you're doing the Facebook thing, I like that. We're on Facebook. Yeah. All right, good. Mm-hmm. Good. All yeah. right, my brother. I
0: just I, I just had them put up my, um, what do you call it, a public profile page, I think is what it's called.
1: Yes. Yeah, oh, so I just cool. had one. Yeah. Oh. Cool. <clears throat> All right. We'll look for you on there. On social networking as well, it's a God thing, productions777.com, Doc Marquis. Until next time, God bless you, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise tonight, walking us through what we've been
0: seeing uh, Always my today. pleasure.
1: Thanks, Doc. Thanks,
0: buddy. Oh, you're quite welcome. God keep you both now.
3: Amen. God God bless you. you. Um, Um, uh, Go ahead, Joe. I know we've been talking about the Clinton email scandal, but just want to give people a heads up on this. There's an executive order signed today, and I'll have something on the website tomorrow morning about this. Advancing the global health security agenda to achieve a world safe and secure from infectious diseases and threats. This is part of the Global Health Initiative Initiative that is uh, under the global health security agenda It tied into the World Health Organization, the U.N., the U.N. and Interpol and other agencies to fight against biological threats. And it's a, a very... Um, it's a huge step in the uh, health security agenda. And there'll be more on this on HagmanReport.com tomorrow right. morning. Catch us, uh, catch us on the Dave Hodges
1: program Sunday night... All three hours. That's all three hours with Steve Quayle as we talk about the elections as we uh have a special program for the elections. Next week we're gonna have a special programming for the elections. Tomorrow um we're we're considering, depending on the information we receive uh during the night, uh, tonight in the morning, um it's very possible we could take to the airwaves tomorrow. Uh not video but but merely audio and uh that's so keep that in the back of your mind but watch hagmanreport.com for information on that or any of our social networking caravan to midnight i was on there as well today um that's uh should be playing tonight episode 637 i believe is the number and uh of course info wars uh earlier today but a, f- a full full boat but but folks uh the question is too why haven't these people been arrested yet hey the the level of depravity and evil runs so deep has been ingrained so long you, you think it's going to change overnight just saying
3: until next time stay safe god bless and uh keep our keep checking our website for news and um, potential broadcasts over the weekend, as well as as my father said, The Common Sense Show with Dave Hodges on Sunday night right here on Global Star Radio Network with Dave Hodges and Steve Quayle. That's going to be a fantastic show. Now check Dave Hodges' website. He's got a couple of interesting stories up there. Also, thecommonsenseshow.com. Until next time, God bless and stay safe.